This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. There we go. It's not yeah, that ringing was the, anymore. No, that was the weirdest thing. Like, I answered, and I hear you saying, I hear all of you talking, and it's just still ringing in the background. Uh, it's, did, yeah, did, like, you, do you have it installed twice? Like, once as a desktop app and once as a an oh, app app? Or something? No. Oh, okay. Mm. No, I mean, my Because that happened the other day to me and Daryl. <laughs> yeah, it happens oh. to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're ready to rock. Is Ronnie on here? I'm yeah. Here. Oh. Oh, great. You, you, ha- you have your backup. <laughs> <laughs> Am so, I still uh, beating your ass in football, Ronnie? Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Do you have any Broncos playing tonight? Yeah. Or Raiders? Yeah. He's got a Raider in it and a, uh, what is it, a Seahawk left? Yep. We'll go Raiders. Because I hate the Broncos. I no. like to watch the Bronco games because I just freaking hate them. So I like just want them to lose. <laughs> Damn. All right. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of DC Weekly Reads slash Rebirthically. Welcome to an episode of Rebirthically. Yeah, there you go. Slash DC Weekly Reads. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about some uh, full killer today. Uh, from yes. Marvel Comics. It was a Marvel number one now. Here we go again. <laughs> it was, a it was Marvel. 
Well, this is Marvel. I mean, you were X Men, right? What were we talking about last week? It was. Uh, uh, we were talking about X Men. Talking about X Men. Oh no, we talked about uh, Mockingbird. That too. We talked yeah, about we talked a lot about that. I read uh, the first issue of Mockingbird today. It's pretty good, huh? I liked it. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't like. I'm not a fan of Shield. Like any of the stuff with Shield. Yeah. But listening to people talk about it, and there was all the whole controversy over everything. And yeah. Martin was talking about it the other day on Nerdy Legion. And I was like, you know what? It sounds like a funny concept. So I'll give it a shot. I read the first issue. I really liked it. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a Hawkeye. If you like Hawkeye from, you know, Matt Fraction, you it feels like that. Yeah, they've been doing the same formula. Yeah, it's the same format, again. like Superior Foes of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's very... Solo's similar. like that, too, a little bit. It's very character-driven. Um, Solo. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I, I don't personally see what what's feminist about it other than the T-shirt. Because uh, all them women's be talking and stuff. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I even no, they place they got shoes even, on and shit. I even read Bitch Planet, and Bitch Planet is supposed to be strongly in that court, and I don't see that until I get to the letters page. Like I, I don't know what it means. I guess Listen, obviously, Bitch Planet is is just offensive to men everywhere. I don't find <laughs> it offensive. That's because you've been broken by the feminist movement. No, <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith Keith Knudsen is broken. I am yeah. not broken. His balls are gone. He doesn't have any balls anymore. My wife said I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do that. That's why we canceled last night. I blame the feminists everywhere. They're yeah. trying to destroy us men. They're trying to destroy DC Noise in particular. <laughs> you, know, I li- you know what? She got to hurry up with them bitch planets. They be, I don't like when they there's be a, them all there's a, there's a new one that just came out this week. I know, but it's so like the breaks are longer now. The the time well, you lose interest, you forget. I just forget. Yeah, you forget. There's too much shit coming out. I can't remember. Yeah, it's like open the floodgates and then. And then I gotta go back and reread something to remember. I'm like, who is that again? I'm old. I can't remember shit no more. It's like Southern (laughs) Bastards. Yeah. Yeah, he does that with that too. Like this week, we got one issue, and it was like the first one in like five months. Yeah, the last one was May, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. He's writing a lot of stuff, though. A lot. Yeah. I bet bet he does it according to paycheck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Here's my top paycheck, Star Wars. (laughs) And uh, my next paycheck is Thor. And my next paycheck is Doctor Strange. That's guaranteed. That's guaranteed. Yeah, it's like uh, according to sales, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, not even according to sales. You just get paid. Oh yeah, it's page rate. It's page you know, rate. Page rate. Yeah, it doesn't matter about sales. Do they, they get take, bonus unless, stuff with unless sales? Unless there's bonus incentives. Well, the deal know. is, you get. Well, for DC, you get if your book hits above, I think it's eighty thousand copies. You get a you get a bonus. How much more it sells above that? Like it, it's a, I don't. It's like a percentage of that or something like that. I know okay. when when like. Uh, the image founders were there. They Marvel did give them increases based used on used to. Well, used to based right. on sales numbers. Like if they right. hit a 
above a hundred thousand copies, they'd buy them a house or something like that. And then... Yeah, but they don't do that. <laughs> DC DC works, and Marvel doesn't do the if you make above whatever. It goes by you just have to go by your when you get well. Everybody gets a different. I think it people get a different page rate. Yeah. For, a book, you know, like, and then probably go by popularity. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can resign. So that's why people won't tell you <laughs> how much they made because it'll be more than someone else. Yeah, you can't t- say that almost in anything. Right, right. but with real life, cause... right? They don't do the bonuses when they they get a certain amount, but they do the different rate for if you're popular or whatever. How long you've been there with yeah. them or not? The image but, creators were like the music industry, like. The music yeah, industry, that was different. The yeah. music industry used to be like they'd make millions of dollars if they had a hit. Like in, right. in the 80s, bang, you're a one-hit wonder right. and you, you made a million dollars, whatever, you made millions. Mm-hmm. And then now now it's like it's more like the music industry where they don't make as much because no. it's so easily available. No, DC is yeah. the one who still does the bonuses. They used to do the bonuses with Marvel 2 in the 8 when Image got really big and thank you for the, all the DC talk we're doing right now. But when Marvel You're got welcome. You're welcome. when when Image left, when all those Image founders left, what they did was they gave an incentive to the people that stayed and they said if your book went above a certain amount, we would do that. And that's why people threw in uh, Wolverine in their books or, oh, it's, or it's, Ghost it's, Rider. It's, it's crazy because, like, because the they knew. was an it, X-Force. Uh, Rob says, oh, I'll buy Fabian a house. So there goes the house, right. you know, because he's writing it. <laughs> well, Marvel's different, though, because they're, they're <laughs> because crap. of their incentives to get the book above a certain amount, the yeah. writers on those books would throw in characters that were popular on unpopular books just to get the numbers high. And oh, that's yeah. why you always saw Spider-Man, Wolverine, Cable, um, Ghost Rider, because he was popular at that time, too. Punisher. And Punisher. And it'd be it'd be stories where they don't even mention the other character. And all of a sudden, Ghost Rider just jumps in out of nowhere, <laughs> with the, just riding in on the motorcycle for no reason. There's <laughs> issues where he just comes in and goes. Like and Fantastic then, Four, we had those four issues where he was part of the FF. Yeah, and that yeah. was definitely and, and, and that was Fantastic a weird... Four, Ghost yeah. Rider, Hulk, Spider Man, and Wolverine. Wolverine, specifically yeah. Art yeah. Adams, man, yeah. I remember. I remember those issues. And I think I have that trade somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's what for the people that stayed, like the people who still there, like Nazeza, uh, Scott Lobdell, uh, whoever you know, the writers that were there after an image had left, and that because they were worried that they would, everybody would start leaving. So oh yeah, it's a mass exodus. And then you had like second wave image and third wave, and then right, it started right. To, uh, but I don't think Marvel started. does. They don't do that anymore. They just you change your rate when you resign with them or whatever. But DC still does it. They still mm-hmm. have a corporate thing where it's structured with the the amount above 80000 That seems DC is more fair to me, uh, at least based on what I hear. It's a corporate structure. It, it, no, their but page like, rate even, is even better. To the, even to the colorists and their stuff. Their page rates are better. You'll yeah. like the, hear, the, you'll hear they get paid that. more. Well, even if a trade comes out, you know, right. colorists will be credited and given such. But it's automatic. Like, it's automatically – with Marvel, you have to work out your deal. But with DC, it's pretty much automatic. It's set. It's structured. And they always get, like, set. gift boxes. Like, here's a gift right. box, and you get a T-shirt and a hat. Well, even with the <laughs> deal, you get you used to get 
the comics, but instead now you get uh, with digital. DC, you get digital. Like you get all the digital DC books from the time that you sign on when you're exclusive. You get all the. You can get access to all the stuff DC that they access have. everything. So if you need to check things, you need. It to would do, be nice if they had like a whole digital library, like right limited with everything in it, and then you could just go. Oh man, I I really want to no. use Kite Man. I think I'm gonna go read all his appearances. So let me check. Right, it would <laughs> I'm gonna go nice Google Kite Man. <laughs> but you, they don't have it that way. Yeah. You have to like go there and like if you go there, you could. Or you it. just have to call Daryl on the phone and ask about obscure. Oh, that too. <laughs> that's, that's, that can happen too. I mean, Before we get into our DC talk, I thought we could talk full, full killer at least for a little bit, like a couple minutes. This is a Max Bemis thing. He did the X-Men, the worst X-Men ever. He's got a unique knack for writing bizarre shit. I mean, it's just um, – it, it's stuff that's like non-standard superhero stuff. And in this one, he, you know, Full Killers – I've always liked Full Killer because he's like a knockoff of the Punisher. Except he, he's the one that decides who a fool is. Uh, almost like – in saw you know like i think this person's a sinner or whatever i'll go after him and kill him and uh this particular full killer i was really interested in because this is the uh the one that appeared in defenders there's been like i don't know six of them and the first one was in man thing the second one was in defenders and then there's several other ones and then there's there's even one that's in full killer max and uh, this is the bizarre one because they had a, a run-in with this this guy in the Defenders where they tried to actually recruit him and then he tried to kill every single Defender. And uh, now he's working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, what do you what did you think? It's just weird. He's a psychiatrist. I thought it was amazing. Honestly. It was like one of my favorite Marvel books of the week. And I was going into it not expecting anything out of it because it to me it didn't read like an actual marvel book it was like a marvel max type yeah it read like a vertigo title or yeah, something right yeah now didn't they have the throwback of where um he had man thing on the ground yeah it the, the thing is this thing did like a uh an homage to all versions it had that one panel where it showed, okay, there was this guy, this guy, there was me, and then there was the guy who was in Marvel Max that killed everybody, and it, it did it did it like that in one page, which was pretty cool because it gave you know like a relatively a relative history of all of them at, at once. Right. And I, I liked I liked the fact that his girlfriend is really sexual. Like she's like, hey, can you go dress up as this guy? You know, I'm <laughs> right. a really bad I'm a really bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Like like I said, I I went into it not really expecting that much, but then like as soon as I read that last page, I was like, "Holy crap." You know. I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like it like hit me with like a ton of bricks. I was like, "This is even cool as hell." And then I it was you or Ross on Twitter when I put it out there, and they were like um one of you two said that it was third-party API. What the hell? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, what, what happened? I don't know. 
And now, like, it's ringing and ringing again, like it was doing with Aaron. <laughs> Just keep going. That's cool. Was, was it going to stop ringing? Yeah, it's gonna. It'll stop. It'll catch up. Yeah. All right. It's just slow. It just. It's, I bet you his thing is just slow. <laughs> so Full you killer got us, me. <laughs> yeah, you were telling us about the the last page or so. Oh yeah yeah. Um, I didn't the, know the best, that. I didn't know. Skull knockoff. Yeah, I didn't know that he had like that long of history. I just thought it was like uh, something that they were trying new wise and, nah, they, were, and they were just linking it back and then nah. so then i had to do the old research and check yeah. it out which made it even yeah. cooler for me oh steve gerber is so good i mean i i think he's he was one of those creators way ahead of his time but he was very political he put a lot of what was happening in the world in his books a whole lot <laughs> so it could it could drive you crazy like when we talk about Catwoman election night, <laughs> right? Oh, Lord. It, it is very, it's very grounded in reality, and it's almost depressing. I, even if, even if the execution's done well, <laughs> I didn't even read it. I read it. it I, read I didn't it. read it either. Oh my god! I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't get it. I'm so tired of this election. So I couldn't get it. Uh, you, yep. it. It is so good. Well, if you if you read Prez uh, about a year ago. Maybe it was a year ago. Prez came out, and that series was uh, critically acclaimed. It was really well done. It was like you had the Republicans, the Democrats, and then she would she won because a bunch of people voted for they didn't want to vote for either party, so they voted for the girl that was working at the fast food restaurant mm-hmm. that was on YouTube. Well, it ties into Prez, and it turns out that there's a link between Catwoman and the the little girl that becomes Prez in the future uh, with the orphanage. So that that was the cool part. Plus they have Penguin being Penguin, except Penguin is essentially Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> and, and they don't... Um, I think this was um, Finch, Finch's wife, Meredith Finch. Yeah, it is. And, and she co-wrote it. Uh, it's she, the second part, right? Yeah, second she, part wrote, somebody yes. else wrote it. Oh, it was the, the writer of Prez. Right. The, the creative team that did Mark press did, did the second the second Mark half, Russell. and Shane Davis. Oh my God! And Ben drew, Codwell did the other. He, he drew the hell of. Uh, guy, I always liked his art. Shane da- Who, Davis. Shane Davis did the mm-hmm. Catwoman thing. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, God, it was, like, it was beautiful. Well, so, sometimes he's done some weird covers and stuff that I don't care yeah. for, but what he did in this book was was freaking amazing. Oh, and his his uh, Superman Earth One. Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. The art, the art in this Catwoman special was was really really good, um, and it, it was like if Hillary was from that orphanage too and grew up with Selena, and, and it was it was just really dark because she wanted to get adopted, so she ended up killing another girl and burying her under the basement, and that orphanage still played a part like in the future because. As she be, as she was running for president, she went back to that orphanage and said, "You know what? I'm going to repave your entire basement and put nice floor on it <laughs> because she didn't want them to discover the girl's body." Right. Huh. Selena, as a little girl, would get picked on by these these two bullies. Like they would bully the hell out of her. They would mess with her cats. They would do all kinds of things. And one time there was just blood all over the floor, and she thought it was the one girl's blood that eventually runs for president. 
and uh, our mayor sorry it was just gotham mayor and uh <coughs> turns out it was the other girl that was miss- missing so she had killed her so she could get adopted but it was a really good story um but but it's hard to read in the political climate like it if 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 this political climate wasn't the way it is i think it would have been a lot more fun <laughs> yeah i i agree with that is something going on in politics nowadays? I don't even. Oh, uh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, but it. I'd, I'd recommend it if you if if you like Catwoman because it's it is a good story. Or if you like Prez, which which yeah, I, did. I, I've read bits and pieces of Prez. I I never I didn't get too into it, so I never. Yeah, it wasn't for continued. everybody. It was a unique look at politics with a lot of weird. Um, weird humor that's becoming reality <laughs> but it was meant to be like a future type scenario where things weren't quite like reality right but yeah uh, that was pretty good but uh, what 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 book did you guys want to talk to well let's i want to <laughs> i want to do the gold thing <laughs> okay because my gold book was obvious like it it was the other two I, I had to think about it a little bit. My gold book was Superman. Was Batman? Oh, that was my gold book. No, no, it wasn't. Yours, <laughs> yours was Batman. Me, mine is Batman. Mine, it's it's close. I would say between Batman and probably Superman. Okay, mine was clearly Superman because I had a lot of problems with Batman. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But um, okay, so you got two Batmans, one Superman. What was yours, Ronnie? Um, mine was Batman, also with Superman close second, and I mean like well, close just silver. second. Yeah, it's just silver. <laughs> yeah, which is my silver too. Superman okay, so silver. Superman is the silver for you guys. Batman's number one. I think my silver is Justice League because I thought I was freaking amazing this week. Really. Oh yeah. I see, it was I, strong this, to me. See, I think this is the best issue of Justice League so far. I, I, probably, I, I, really, I, really, really... I really liked it because it was it was Batman centric for one thing. Mm. It's the strongest the one Alfred. of the book, but it wasn't better than my other picks because Midnight and Apollo is my my bronze. Oh, that didn't even get close for me. I loved it. That there was, was a, there was there's only one thing I liked about that, and uh, <laughs> it was the villain. But and that was uh, close with Aquaman. Like that was right after Aquaman's right under that. See, this was one. Uh, this I, Aquaman. I have to do. do like hmm? What'd you say about the Aquaman? I I didn't like this one as much as I'd been liking it. You're a hater. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just being honest. You know, I mean, the the first few issues of Aquaman were terrible. <laughs> That's and, then it got, and then it got. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're seeing. I never see, thought they were terrible. Aquaman always flowed. Yeah, I, I mean, just thought that thing, the Mantis like, stuff was what we the, had an issue with. The, that, that was yeah. the only thing that it we had horrible. one issue with. It was horrible, and I didn't care about the whole embassy thing. But it, that that, that embassy like thing it, needed it, to be told to get where they are to now. Yeah, that was a I understand setup. that, but just they like Batman. it way better than they did. It dragged and it was horrendous, and it bored me. The embassy yeah, I, thing was two issues. What do you mean it dragged? <laughs> it dragged. Hey, and they you, blew it up in the you first one. Did you read it like 12 times and just uh, re- put it on <laughs> replay? No, right? They could have done it in two panels and been done with it and then gotten to the good Aquaman stuff. 
that that embassy was just rebirth. It was one issue. You had to get to the nope. First panel, they're standing at the embassy. Second panel, it blows up. Third panel, good stuff. That's all they needed to do. No, I disagree. Wow, he just didn't like this Aquaman issue because it was Maris centric. No, I like it. (laughs) I I just thought that it took you know like the last couple issues are really ramped up. You know, Wait a minute! I don't like it. It's femi- I don't like it. It's a feminist issue. <laughs> well, that's the other. <laughs> they're they're breaking up DC noise. That's what I don't like. Come on, I change them. I don't like it. Well, anymore. Aquaman was my bronze. Okay. See, I might actually say Green Lanterns was my bronze. That was close. That, that was close. That, I, I had I had a trouble. I had trouble doing bronze between Green Lanterns, Green Arrow, and Aquaman. I have a what the f happened. Uh, one, and that was for Cyborg, because I don't know what happened to them pencils, but the uh, art that book just that, looked crazy to me. Well, we went from really good artists, in my opinion. Yes, Con- yes. We went. We had Conrad last time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we had our favorite Aquaman artist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one of them. Paul Portier. Yeah. Pellet. And last issue was artist was really good too. Yeah, and Conrad. To yeah. go to this though, I'm like, what? The? Yeah. And I've seen him do better than this. This looked like he was. It looked like he rushed. Who, or who did the art on this cyborg? Timothy I, Green, I didn't read it. Second, it looked like <laughs> it was just rushed. It looked like something very scratchy out of like yes. Mom- like a monster man, you know how monster man had like the Riley Rossimo. Yeah, it's like if Riley Rossimo drew cyborg. And that's usually not his art style. I've, yeah. I've seen his stuff before. That's usually not usually, how he. Usually DC kind of puts similar artists. Mm-hmm. Like the Aquaman artist in this issue, Walker is my favorite. Brad Walker could do no wrong with Aquaman, but he can only do like one issue every three every three, two or three issues. Yeah. I know. That's the only thing. <laughs> so the other the other guy I, I like, um and then they had one that I didn't like. So but they, they seem to have similar styles with the cyborg it was jarring. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah I'm did flipping you do? through it now and it's it, it even the cover me. made me mad. The art in Cyborg reminds me of like those free comic books that you get if you send in cereal box yes. tops. Yes, it does. It reminds you of something free. Like they, they one of those, you know, like they put in a a free comic or throw one in and they they don't really care about the art in it. I but think see, it would have been sh- all right in like a horror book or something, but not for Cyborg. Not for Cyborg. Like in this book is already going uphill is it cuz it's Cyborg. It's not an A-list character. It's 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 already a character that you're going to try you're trying to get people to try. Don't do that shit and it's only, you know, only four issues in. And don't, don't have him that. keep saying booyah when he punches things. I don't mind. You're the only one notices all this booyah stuff. I <laughs> that, that's why this that. kids watch the cartoon. We don't yeah, even it watch drives it, me nuts. So. I hate the cartoon too, but I didn't even notice it when he does the booyah. I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even just, know it existed until I would listen to Rebirthically. I'm yeah, like, now you that? gave the purpose of the you booyah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about the fucking. It used to be cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, they invented this word booyah. Okay. I don't want to awesome. know about that other stuff. I don't <laughs> have kids. Cool. I don't have to watch that. <laughs> don't put that in my head. <laughs> I think oh. writing, though, is consistent. Like, I think it, it what, 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 whether you like it or not, Cyborg is, to me, Aquaman's like consistent. Like, it's always good. And Cyborg is at, it's not at that level, but it's always. It, it it builds. It's and he answered my story. question. Remember, I had that question about Cyborg. Remember, mm-hmm. with the changing his his body so that he could his skin 
Yeah. He could make the nanites do the skin. I didn't. I wanted to know about that, and he answered my question. Yeah. For Suzanne, yeah. I'm glad. I thought they were just going to wipe that away and not and not deal with that. And the it's big just that he, okay. The big reveal was uh, he he was trying to find his past. Right. The last two issues, like it, there was a race, so he found out what his ex girlfriend was, but his real mm-hmm. love was the scientist that he's working with. So yeah. And let me tell you, girlfriend. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Fight for your dudes. Don't just run off like that. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't like that. Don't 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 punk out like that. If you really, if you down, you down. Don't. She don't, should tell him. She just She's all like, that. Her. She like she takes said, him to the jazz place, yeah. the music, and all this stuff. Like she's trying to get him to remember, but she should just flat out tell him. You want your humanity? We used to fuck. Come on, Don't punk out, man. <laughs> Fucking tell him. Like, yeah. and and then when the girl passes out, does that fake out pass out shit, and and she's like, I gotta go. <laughs> don't fucking do that. You'd be like, yo, he with me, motherfucker. Yeah, she yeah. ain't no, she ain't no get a girl. That's for sure. Damn, you don't punk <laughs> out like that. I don't like that shit. You better, you better, you better put on the big girl pants and and, <laughs> and tell them, yo. Well, what was, was in this back in the day? Don't act like you don't know. Well, what was your third, Daryl? My th- what else didn't I say it? I thought you, I said well, it. you you said, uh, said Batman, Midnight. Superman. Oh yeah, Apollo Midnighter. You got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apollo Midnighter. I'm interested in talking that one because uh, I think some of it, maybe a couple of panels went past my head because I didn't read the previous one. Oh, the the first issue or the series before? The series before. Oh okay. Oh okay. I have I, them. I it's just that when Rebirth started, I. Mm. I kind of i used to be a mood reader so i'd read whatever i right. felt like and that when rebirth started i said i'm gonna read every issue yeah, yeah, see how that goes and it i think it does affect the way i read stuff like my right, liking right. because i because i'm a mood reader because i loved it i absolutely love that issue and it, but it did it did connect with it this is actually a continuation even though it it has the name, you know, they change the name a little bit. It's really yeah. a continuation of the Right. Of yeah, it's like book. issues 13 and 14. Basically, yeah. Unlike what, Catwoman, she's not continued. Right, it's not continued. That's very disturbing. No, All bad. right. Uh, <laughs> so so we'll get into that. But uh, what, Ronnie, what was your third one, Aquaman? Aquaman, yeah. but I, I agree with that one. Death of Hawkman was close, though. Oh, my God. I, I, that was probably my fourth. Yeah. See, I, 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 I love I love when Hawkman just oh god he just goes into badass mode, like I just love it because he's he's not quite Wolverine but he uh, he, he just, just rages like, out oh he just rages out like well this book suffers for me because I know in my head I can't turn off that switch that says to me DC does not care about this book and this is just to get rid of Hawkman until they can reboot him. But they they've already gotten rid of Hawkman and several times. Yeah, but I I'm telling believe me, I know. I'm telling you they've done this before. They're just I, I know, but the whole part is the men- the nth metal has brought him back to life. Yeah, and I'm and I bet you that Jeff Johns or somebody is going to bring this dude back after they kill this guy off. Why well, would love it if, but did. if that's the case, why would they bring him in to rebirth? You know, around now anyway, they could have just kind of kept him on the shelf. I don't. They had I, something for him. I I think this is the deep. It's some of these books that are, don't have that rebirth title on it because this really doesn't have the rebirth. Right. 
stamp. Well, because they're minis. Because they're minis. These are the books that I think DiDio had okayed. Oh, I think they okayed it prior to Rebirth. Yes, that's what I'm saying. These so, are the books that right. were done. So this from, was this felt like a continuation of uh, something out of Justice League. Uh, what Raven you, was the same thing. Raven, this. Uh, there's another story coming up with Jerry Conway. Um, what was the book they just announced? The uh, the Captain Adam book. Oh yeah, Car- was it like, Jerry Conway or Carrie Bates? Oh, it's Carrie Bates. I'm sorry. Yeah, Carrie Bates. Bates. So oh. that which, which is awesome because that's going back to I love Carrie Bates. Yeah, it's going back. It's, it's, it's definitely going back. But all those books. Carrie Bates is like somebody I would like to meet because he he's the one that got me into Barry Allen Flash in the seventies. Like I, I I just love him. You never met him. No, I never met him. Well, I, guess I just imagine you might be pretty old. I guess so, but he's still because he's he was he used to write Flash and action and Superman. Like yeah, right, seventies. Right. But I mean, yeah, I guess so. But he's still right. I mean, he's gonna. And then, write. And then when when uh, Crisis happened, he he took over Captain Adam. Like that was his book. So, right, I read that. I read that. I oh that Captain Adam is awesome. Yeah, because I but, I read the Charlton too before that. Yeah. And but for know. people that don't know, but that that's what I'm saying. So when you see these miniseries, they're not <laughs> rebirth books. They're yeah. just miniseries, and they'll be done. And when they and as soon as they change the sucker to the because it wasn't originally the death of Hawkman, it was originally announced as the Hawkman and. Uh, What's his name? Um, Hawkman and Adam Strange. Adam Strange book. That's what it was originally. But you know what? It could have been. I, I'm just I'm just throwing this out as a wild a wild uh, thing. What if it was a Justice League United thing? Like like before it became the Creature Commandos and all that other stuff. I'm sure pitch. I'm sure part of the pitch was this will continue the Hawkman. Because you got to remember those book. two, those two were in justice. League United. They were. And before were. that Hawkman was in Stormwatch, which was really bizarre. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure of it, but I, but I, but in my mind, I know, I know like that little switch in my head is saying, I know they're just going to end it. Like this is just not even, so I read it and I, and I enjoy it for what it was, but then I, it's just, it's done. Like and I, that, I off and, and that totally doesn't bother me because history is history. This is history. It feels more like an Adam Strange book than a Hawkman book up to this point. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it does feel like one. And this Adam the, Strange is very different from the pre-52 Adam oh, totally. Strange. Yeah. Because totally. that guy was way more confident and way yeah. more... He was Indiana Jones. Yeah, he was Indiana In Jones. This Indiana guy's Jones more like, I stumbled upon the Ray and... Right. So in some cases, like in Justice League United, his wife was even more brave than him. Yeah. So, I mean... She it, still is. You she see still is. Yeah, she still is. is. She's like, we're going to kill them fucking wing people. And he's like, okay, dear. <laughs> They're mad at me. <laughs> well, know. he, 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 he uh, switches it because he's because like... Because he knows he can't win that argument right there. God, that's like Keith. Yeah. You know, <laughs> son of a gun. Keith in space. <laughs> Holy mackerel. He's that's like, exactly I, what happened on Saturday night. If I argue with her, she won't let me <laughs> yeah. do it. But let me pretend that I let agree with her. And then I'll do what I want to do anyway. There you go. That's exactly what happened. That's what he did. That's, what he did. <laughs> that's exactly what he did. He's the new 52 Adam Strange. He's the new 52 Adam Strange. <laughs> I want my brother to get his balls back. <laughs> And be like, I'm going to fly and spit. Woman, we ain't going to war because I said so. 
You want the pre fifty two Adam Stein? I want the pre fifty two. He come in there like no. And this is what's going to happen. And then, yeah, I agree. It's an Adam Strange story. Like yes. it, it's only twenty percent Hawkman, and eighty percent. It's already like they're they're already doing it like it's his obituary. Like he's just. But unhappy. it's so well written and drawn. He's just, he's just so unhappy and unsatisfied and angry. And they're like, "You ain't even arresting people. You're just killing people. What's wrong with you?" And he's like, "Fuck off." He didn't even care. He's well, like, he, he, no, he gave that guy a chance. He's like, hey. And then he stabbed him right in the chest. And he said, yeah, okay, yeah. Got, chance, you had one shot. There's no three strikes with Hawkman. There oh. never, there never has been three strikes. You get one strike, oh. you're out. It's one strike. I don't there. even know why he's a cop. Like, why did you even go back? Why did you even go back? I don't even know why he went back. Like, you didn't even have to go back. Well, the, like, only time, you- the only time in Hawkman history to me that he ever felt like a Thanagarian cop was Hawkworld. Right. Because right. he, he truly was on Thanagar, and he came as a soldier. And it like, was never Hawk. meant to be in continuity in the first place. Yeah. You know, it was just a, it was just supposed to be a story of him and, and Thanagar. That's it. So well, well, that was one, like, if I had to vote for one character, you know, when they came to New 52, it was like, okay, we're going to try to take what, what worked – and not change it so much and then mm-hmm. things that didn't work were going to really change they really changed hawkman and they yeah, shouldn't have totally. because before that you had jeff johns and jimmy palmiotti and, and that was so Rick. strong and I those hawkmans so were strong. the strongest hawkmans next so to tim truman's hawkman i love that run of having it that his sidekick comes back to get revenge on them because yeah. he's like you left me behind and hawkman's like i don't give a fuck yeah. Like this, I ain't Batman. You ain't my Robin, son. I let you run around a little bit in the wings and all that, but I don't. You know, like your life went to shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> Hawkman. That's basically what he did. He he told him a whole sob story about this is what you did, and I want revenge, and you left me alone, and you didn't care. And Hawkman's response was, "You was a whack ass uh, sidekick. Who the fuck I care? Yeah, I'm, I'm with my woman getting shit done. Why right. bash people in the head? I don't give a fuck about you." Like that is that's Hawkman. You don't even care about that shit. This is this who, is Conan with wings. Who wrote the um the new Fifty Two Hawkman? Was that Tony Daniel? Yeah. Okay. But well, it changed. It. Rob, Rob Liefeld came in after that. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. And then it and then it. Um, but but what's his name didn't do too Mark. bad. They said that Mark uh, Poulton. Our, our he was friend starting Mark to fix it. He was he he, he, he actually fixed trying to fix it back. And so then Liefeld uh, just was like, Liefeld, I don't. Know. Through a tantrum, and then Mark yeah. got fired for it because yeah. he came along with the package. Yeah, you get fired, or whatever, <laughs> whoever you brought in. If you if you make people mad, they're gonna fire you and whoever's with you. Yeah, they're not gonna. You know, there's no other way around that. Yeah, that book had uh, had made it, it went through a whole lot of changes. It it, it really did. But this one was uh, Death of Hawkman Two was was Mark and Draco. If you didn't even say the names. And Aaron, Aaron Lepresti. Oh, I love Lepresti art. Oh, my I've God. Always, I always did. I, I have one commission from him, and it's Conan. <laughs> so so you get Conan and Hawkman. They're very similar. Yeah, he does good Booster Gold, too. I always yeah. like his Booster Gold, the way he does the, out, the, the outfit. Oh, yeah. He makes it uh, makes it pop. Always. Well, he, he did that backup, too. Um, God, what was it called? Amethyst, I think it was. I think it was, yeah. 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 That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, let's do another troubled book for me. 
uh, Green Arrow 10. I enjoyed that one. And, and and what the thing that really stepped up for this one was the opposite of Cyborg. The art See, got I didn't better. Like the art. Oh, it's terrible. Like the oh, I, just, I I love the art. I for me, I, I thought before it looked too much like an animation mm-hmm. cell, like the artist before, mm-hmm. and now now it looked like art, and I loved it. I would no, like for, this if it was for a detective story or something. Like this was his art. This art style is great for for me. I'm saying for. Uh, a throwback old detective story or something. Even if it was like the question or some shit, I would like an if it was done in the old style, the old times of, of the question. But you uh, usually, usually like Juan Fiera. At this issue, I don't know what it was with this issue. It just didn't it didn't pop with me in this yeah, one. It, for me it, it started with the variant cover of the Green Arrow, kind oh, of with I his don't. Body twisted backwards. Yeah, that was Neil Adams. I don't know what happened with that. His legs are facing one way, his yeah. body's facing the other, and I'm like, yeah. I'm you, read, you, read, you, you read digitally though. How do you, how do you look at the variant? I saw it. <coughs> they make it on there. Well, the variant is in part of the digital. Oh yeah, wiki. it's in. They give you all the covers. Also, like when you swipe, you get the primary cover. You get all swipe, of them. You swipe yeah. again, you get the mm-hmm. variant. Yeah, that's so how they I do it. You that. get all the covers, which is perfect for me because I don't really care about the cover stuff too much. But it's nice they to be able to see. They didn't. They like to do that. that. That's good that they do. But that. I think because people complain, like they wanted to at least see it. You know, you might as well put it up there if you're gonna. It's already bought. It's already bought, paid for. You might as well just put the whole thing up there. I mean. You know, yeah, maybe if it was well, like a one in a ten or one in a hundred, they wouldn't do it. But because it's the same, yeah, like with order with variant, code. Yeah. Like with Valiant stuff, I don't see all the right. variants that they do. Right. I'm, I'm on Ron- get the two covers for DC. I'm, I think I'm on Ronnie's side though. Like I listen to Rebirthically, mm. and Ronnie talks a lot about the story, like the story driving it. And for me, it's the same way. Like the story could be like really good, and the art bad and i don't care but if it's if it's the other way around that's the only time i notice it <laughs> well the See, art the is, art in this looks like it's somebody sitting in homeroom drawing with colored pencils on notebook paper that it doesn't for me it doesn't look finished it looks you must you, know, you must have some awesome artists in homeroom <laughs> <laughs> Because this black I went to with a couple good artists, but he's done better for me. I, I think his has been not. better for this one. It just seems off to me. Like that one him. panel where Black Canary's screaming. Mm-hmm. That was a good panel. Oh my god, that's a beautiful page. Oh come on, yeah, but the on the first page when there's you know Green Arrow is like, you know Black Canary's in the the little room and. Arrow and Diggle are standing there, and they're the couple guys tied up on the ground. Yeah, the guys that are tied up, it's just like they're kind of scribbled there. It's yeah, not it does it's, look like that to me. It looks rushed. A mess. That it looks it, rushed. I don't me. know if, I mean, and not every page looks like that. It's like every few pages or panels or something. I don't know if there was a time crush. Crunch. I don't. I don't. I don't see it bad. I really don't. I like it. I, I think it's a very dynamic, like kind of speed art, speed on a train. Art, art style, and I like it. Like for the story, I like better than the art. I love Black Canary's dress. I think that is. Oh, so I bet sexy. you do. Mr. Oh my <laughs> god! I bet you do, Mister. Damn Price. it! I feel so sorry for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a married man. You're a married man. How dare you look? And they at had Eddie face. Fries. I like to see him. That I liked. The cut, but you, nobody would get that unless you read the. And the he's he, Eddie. Fries. Eddie is such a. God, he's such a jerk. 
Like, yeah, he's an asshole. Like in he's my my girl, I think my girl's the guy who created Eddie Fry's, and and he was used the last time he was really used a lot was in the when the son came back when Connor. Well, they used him in the TV show too. Oh yeah, they did. They yeah. Did. They did. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I dug Green Arrow. I thought it was a a thumbs up, but for you, it was a thumbs down for on art. Yeah, like this story, I, I've been kind of losing interest in this one, and and the art on this did not make it easy for me to get through it. Did you like the other artist, the one that draws like animation cells? Um, I liked it better than this. See, I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like this one, it was just kind of meh. It's interesting that they even went this style for Green Arrow. Like you would think for the vigilante, you know, they would do it for this type to do the period, like every all of it, like the animation style, the different things they've been doing with this book with the artist. It's it's, it's you would never in your mind think ahead. You you'd never say to yourself, I could I could put those artists on this book. So they did surprise me how this book looks. It works for some, but then this one didn't work for me. But it worked. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't. Wasn't a problem child for me at all. I liked it. Matter of fact, I it was in my almost in my bronze. Alright, so what is another Oh, did we even say the name? Oh the creators? Benjamin Percy. Yeah, we get back we're back. Yeah, we, we, we said we said the that. artist, it was Juan Fiera. Okay, but I we didn't give the name of the right the writer. I don't I, I don't I like the I don't I feel bad when I don't credit the the people. Yeah, after you, after, you, after you said fuck this guy, man, and then, then you want to say, okay, yeah, that guy's cool. But I, I, but we want to credit the artist, and I don't like the art, but I like the story, and I don't credit the writer. It's like, what? How dare you? Punish. Okay, the, l- l- let me let me ask you this, Daryl. <laughs> Did the art take you out of the story, like your enjoyment? It put. I pushed through it. The art, the story was a, was bet was enough. I liked the story enough that I was able. I I just kept reading it, and it didn't stop me from enjoying the story. Because unlike cause, Cyborg, Cyborg fucked me up. Lis- listening to uh, Aaron uh, on <laughs> Rebirthically, it it sounds like art. Like it could really throw you off. Yeah, you punish. It, it like, does. Like, like it it it. <laughs> The story could be there, and it's almost like you don't can't get through the story because you're stuck on a panel or you take your blessings from well, the book. And you don't that, like it. the whole thing with comics <coughs> is you have the art to go along with the writing. Yeah, and is I mean you could have the best writer in the world, but if the art is just like you know scribbles, I, it it's really hard for me to get through it. I mean there are times when I can just kind of read the you know read the dialogue. And just kind of glance briefly at the art yeah. stuff, but but it takes me out of enjoying the book because I like, you know, the whole reason I like comics is you have it all. You know, if I just wanted to read dialogue, I'd sit and you know read a novel. Ronnie, what did you think? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What'd you think of Green Arrow? Green Arrow's, I didn't. This is kind of like what you're saying, like I normally say when Aaron's wrong. Like this, <laughs> the art really doesn't. To me, it's it's just there. It's I mean, it's I like this one better than the last artist that was on there. Like you were saying, yeah. But it the story was pretty solid. So I mean, I didn't have I didn't have to push myself to get through it. I enjoyed it. 
And then there was a couple of splash pages like that you're supposed to notice that I noticed, and I was like, oh, that's pretty badass. <laughs> oh, I love that Black Canary one. Yeah, like, I'd have like that, that as one. a poster. Yeah. I put it oh, on the wall at You work. mean the one where she has one too many teeth on the bottom? Oh, job. my God. She's a superhero, damn it. You know, she has an odd number. You, no, if you if you have that, didn't you read in the Who's Who magazine of Black Canary? She has an extra tooth because because of the sound. She needs it. <laughs> science. Make, ah, science. Science. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I just thought she had a pretty mouth. Well, this art is blinding me with garbage. <laughs> oh wow! I'm so negative, I'm Nancy. Nicer. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on here. Yeah, I have a lot of nicer things to say about most of the other books. Damn. <laughs> well, is there any other problem, childs? Uh, hold on. I think I had one other problem, child. Let me see. Let me see. I don't want to say Nightwing is a problem, child. It just doesn't feel like Nightwing, but it's not That's bad. Another enough another retcon that bothers the shit out of me. Okay. Um, quality wise, I thought Nightwing was all right. It just doesn't. It's. I'm. I'm just waiting for it to feel like a Nightwing book. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's missing. It's just not. We talk about this every now and then, but it just. It's just not there yet for me. I don't think right. either one of them felt. I don't think Bruce or Dick felt the same. Even in the last panel, I thought the last two pages it summed up a lot of their yeah. relationship. Yeah, that part. But yeah, Tim Seeley and Javier Fernandez for Nightwing. I like I like the revelation of it was fine. It was cool. Even though it was a little bit too much on the you corporate so and so it got a little long in the tooth with the corporate stuff and the branding and the whole thing. But the I, I cared more about the the story with you know, him knowing Dick's mother and I still, I still didn't understand the relationship though. It was really confusing. I, yeah, I didn't like, quite either. He's like, it, it, it was like they didn't it, it want to read, make it read them really a bad. But it was like he was a gypsy and right. she was trying to bring him in, and she right. was like a Robin Hood. So well, they kind of worked together. Right. He was like well, he Snape, sick, right? But first of all, what made him what he was is that he got sick. They didn't have the medicine. He yeah, that was cool. I like that. So people didn't like him because he looked different. It was that type of thing. It well, was, it was, a, big, like it was a big thing. That's the science. It was almost like Atlantis. With the, yeah, yeah, leprosy. So he was out ostracized, but she was one, the one person in, in the, with the group that still wanted to welcome him back in. And she was the only one that was a friend to him. And then he kind of, I guess he... I mean, he stayed away from it being that he was in love with her, but he acted like he was in yeah. love with her. But but it wasn't very clear. And the one panel right. that I thought was really bizarre was when Dick's father is talking to the mother. And right. it, it just seemed weird. He's like, I don't want you to to be with him anymore and I don't I don't know. It just felt the way he looks at you weirds me out. And he was right, because the dude's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He was well, right. He has, he he has, to, he, well, he said it. They has eyes of like a bird of prey, you know. And he did look at her like I mean, but sure. he did kind of act that way. And then he stalks their child for the next how many years? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was pretty weird. But I did like the Bruce, you know, breaking out and saying, you know, I I jumped. I didn't fall because I knew you would catch me. I like that. 
that you know i like that conversation that like um and i'm glad this is done. i'm kind of glad this thing is done with him though like with with the talent thing this, this yeah I was, I was on twitter talking about it and some guy says well i want to see where it goes and i think it's it's that's done. it I like tweeted back. Like, I said, "Do you mean that you're thinking that this is going to be continued?" I think it's done. I, no, I don't think it's it. going to be it's, mentioned anymore. He might, concludes. he might try to go find a little bit more about his mother, but right, I, but I don't think he's going to explore that. That's I, pretty much a revelation. It wasn't that you know, like it wasn't something where she had an affair with him. It wasn't something like you know. It's, it's it was, still a retcon that bothers me. I, I do not like when they retcon parents. I it bothers. When when they do it to like they retcon Gwen Stacy, they you know they retcon the mom pa Kent, mm-hmm. they they retcon uh, Bruce Wayne's parents. Remember the uh, was it uh, Morrison? Morrison, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that just those little things. But he un but but what he did was he retconned it, but <laughs> then he you realize it was bullshit. Remember he well Morrison he, Morrison plays it. with it because he he God he, I hope Tom King. Retcons. Listen, I mean, let him finish the goddamn stuff. Listen, I love you, Mike, <laughs> but calm the fuck down. I know you love Catwoman. It's only part two. But it's it seems like it's a retcon. But Tom retcon never. Like. But you don't know that yet. Tom never just goes in there and just fucks with every character. So, so he just, wrote her as like Silence of the Lambs. Come you on, give me a you break. don't know There's, what the rest of the story I, is. I, it's fucking in the panel. But the same. Listen, but I would say to you the same way you'll tell me to to read the story. It's not over yet. You tell me that for other books that you like that I don't. And, and I'm going to read the story. And you're doing, but you're doing what I'm doing and then you tell me to not do that sometimes. You tell me, give it a chance. I'm just you're, saying the same thing like, to you. Yeah, give it a give chance. It a chance. Give, give it a chance. chance. It's only the first part. It's only the first part of a puzzle. <laughs> only the first part. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, I want to jump into that book. Alright, well, we'll finish the Raptor because the difference with the Raptor part is this is the end of the story. Like this, this is finished. This is not no other part coming. So, so we think. I, I'd be very surprised. The way he ended it, it was like it ended. It was a finale. It ended. Like I mean, I don't. You could end the series right there. Oh, it's yeah. I love. So... I love the picture of him after Nightwing like just breaks him. He's like, I'm not going to kill you, but that he just like broke every limb and he just kind of like was he crumpled awesome. on the ground. He he did a he did a arrow. Arrow did that. Uh, to one of his bad guys on the show that I really like too, he did yeah. a he did a okay. I, 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 I'm not gonna kill you. Yeah, it's gonna break. I'm just do something really terrible and cripple you for a while. Yeah, and I, it was, I, he's I, like, I know, I know you don't feel this. Yeah, but I'm gonna take just, care of it. I like but that I, they use leprosy because that yeah, they usually that, don't do that. I like the study of diseases and stuff. I think I think it's absolutely fascinating because they used to put people, they used to isolate them. If they you totally did. Yeah, leper, yeah. You were isolated. You're that's done. They had colonies on islands and places. You, you, you're right, and that's what <laughs> actually fascinates me about Raptor having yeah. leprosy. Well, they did almost. <laughs> there was a cure. There was a cure, and he there was a time where it was, he was a it gypsy. Was, it was almost the same with with AIDS for like they were going that route almost to a point where they were well, just putting people to the side and they were like, you know. Well, if you even look at the flu, there, yeah. there was a time in Europe or during war where it mm-hmm. killed a lot of people. Yeah. Like young people. We're talking yes. 18 to 24. The flu. You, you call it, the herd. It, it killed them. Yeah. 
You call the herd to, to, to they to, and they're thinking. You call. That's why when people always say, "I love the past. I love to go back in time." You can fucking have that because you <laughs> think it was easier back then. Black yeah. plague and influenza. And Shit, everything. they used to do. No, there was no, there was no going to the doc. I mean, I know it's expensive now. Listen, <laughs> I gotta go through all that shit. I know it's expensive and all that, but even back then, it was like, "Oh, you got that? Mm, you did." But <laughs> <laughs> Well, we could cut off your arm and see what right. happens. We'll see I mean, what happens. Think about the flu. The the CD, the flu is such a big deal because yeah. CDC wouldn't put all that money in a yeah. flu shot for millions of people every yeah. year because they if they had an outbreak, it would take everybody out. It sure would. Yeah. You could die from just a cut if you didn't get it taken care of right away. If you didn't yeah. take care of it yourself right away. You could die from a cut. A wrong infection could leave you crippled. My dad had strep in his knee, and it almost took out his leg. That is dangerous, man. Yeah, strep. You think strep is in strep throat? <laughs> no, right? it's not. No normal little strep thing. Infection in his knee. Yeah. And it just eats away at stuff. Mm-hmm. It infects it. It take it. Those viruses, they find the weakest point in your body, and they attack. They sure yeah. do. They're it's like a, a living organism. They're yeah. they're. They, they they mutate too. So you people can have that past shit if you want to go live back in the past. <laughs> I I'd rather be where it's more medicine that I can get some. Like I, I'll take that. I'm sorry, y'all can have that shit. I wouldn't want to like grow up in today though. Like I, I I'm glad that I grew up in the time that I did where technology wasn't where it is, and I'd want to go play outside and do yeah. things and do sports. I'm I'm glad that I'm not in front of an iPad as, you know, like five, six years old. I, I'm glad it was I was playing basketball and football and baseball and reading and comics. I mean that's what got me into comics. Like I I wouldn't even be in comics probably if I had an iPad. Back now. in our day. No, you yeah. just go to YouTube. We totally and, did it back in our day. You just huh? go to you. You just go to YouTube and you'd watch people read comics. Yeah. Well <laughs> watch pretty much. Watch them <laughs> might read the arc. My, my kids watch people play video yeah, games. Yeah, they watch people do everything. Yeah. I, I've heard of the watch people play video games, and I hear that's a big thing. But is there a watch people read comics? Not, not watch them read watch it, but I haven't noticed comics. that. But people, people do have videos of them just like talking about Talk, everything now. Talking about oh, but, the but, but it's like a podcast kind of thing. It's just video. Yeah, it's like right? a video yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like a VOD, I guess. Doing, but, I mean, there, there's videos of people literally opening toys. Yes. Oh yeah, the and then, boxing and then unboxing. playing with toys. Yes. And my and kids and will sit for hours and watch this, and, and they're they like, "Wow, this stuff is great." Watch. I'm like, "Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad this is." What and you're then doing. tell you they're bored at home. Hey, <laughs> hey, fuckers! I was like that with Mike when he did his fa- uh, Facebook Live with uh, his collection that he opened. <laughs> I was like a kid at Christmas. I was like, "Oh yeah, let me see the next one, Mike." Yeah, <laughs> that was a good. That was a good unboxing because it had the uh, collected editions in the bookcases, I, and then Teen Titans. I I, I love those omnibus. I love them because they're so put together well. Like, it's not that glue crap. They're like bound in their right, so you you can move them around, and you're not going to worry about tearing a page out. I love that stuff. So that was the end of the Raptor story. Yep. Yeah, so let's yeah. Uh, talk Batman. Oh, that before was... that, before yeah. we get to the end, that I, I thought the ending of the Nightwing issue, mm-hmm. when Bruce jumps off the little platform thing, yeah, and Nightwing grabs him, and, you know, that the last page, 
yeah. where he's like, hey, you know, I, I didn't fall. I, I jumped because I, I trust you. Yeah. I yeah, thought, I fantastic. Did, did you just that? now? You did a Keith. He just did a Keith. Oh. To me. I totally said that. <laughs> I <laughs> totally did a well, Keith. We, we, we had said that we thought that the, that was in character of those characters. Like, yeah. Ronnie was saying, hey, that doesn't feel like Nightwing or Batman. And we're like, <laughs> the last two pages or three pages did. When they right. pulled that out, it did. Yeah. Well, um, the other thing I really liked about this book is towards the end when um, Batman was on that little platform mm-hmm. and and he jumped off <laughs> and then Here Nightwing caught him. Here we go again. <laughs> again. He just did a Keith. Right <laughs> <laughs> Keith would have did that. Keith would have totally did that. And so Keith know. does it like when we're ready to go to bed. He'll say, you want to talk about this now? <laughs> and then he waits until... Then or like, Campbell will do that, too. He's like, you want to talk about Ninjak? Yeah, oh, we just finished. It. What are you talking what about? You, what do you mean? We just reviewed the whole book. What are you saying? <laughs> and he's like, no, I wouldn't sleep. I wouldn't sleep. But you can hear him snoring. Yeah. No, I wouldn't sleep. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep. What do you mean? No, 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 no. no. I wouldn't sleep. How's that? That's funny. All right, let's go to Batman. All right, let's battle begin. Three A's there. Tom King. Mikel Jannon. Oh, God. Jannon draws an awesome bat wing. Oh, crap. That looks awesome. Yeah. That that is like the first first one that I've seen in that type of design, though. Yes. It's almost like he crafted his own bat wing. He did. I think he did. I really like that. I think he's just like all this shit, I'm going to make new shit. Like, I, and you would, like, if you're going to come into a Batman book, you got to go for it. Like, you don't know when you're coming back on this book. Yeah, just like Tom King, he's already blown up three bat wings. Yeah, just go for it. One, one Batmobile. <laughs> We're only ten issues in. Yeah. I got to make it exciting. I'm going to blow, blow that shit up. shit up. Yeah, blow it up. Blow it up. Well, I mean, counting all the stuff in Justice League, imagine yeah. his repair bills. That, that's what I I, I, ha, I had to talk to my wife about this. I'm like, I'm like, but Barb doesn't give a shit about this, right? I know she does. That's why I'm laughing I'm, at you. I'm sitting right there now. talking about, okay, I want to talk Batman with you in Justice League. Do <laughs> you realize, Barb, that they already blew up three Batwings in ten issues yeah. and one Batmobile, and now – they destroyed the entire Batcave. She's like, yes. Do, yeah, do, who yeah. puts this shit together? I mean, Harold's badass, but Harold's how many Harolds you have? Harold They're not going to build a Batwing overnight. No. Nah, he'll have one next issue. Well, and you he, know what though? Think about it though. If you if they were smart though, they would have him. They would have Harold or whatever building shit wherever he is still. Like keep building other shit. Like. Because I'm going to bust this stuff up. So well, just it could, it keep could, building it, back cars. Keep building new jets. It could, just keep building them, and then we just store like them. It could be like Fox thing in the movie. Like, he had yeah. a whole armory there. Yeah, so they just keep building them. Like I would, Because the technology, you know it. You work in tech. In tech. Technology's always updating. It's always, you know, it's always... Uh, and he always has to have the, the newest thing. Right. So you would constantly keep... Everything is obsolete. You have to... Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. So I could see that. I could see that kind of being the case, you know, if they do that. And then you can kind of pay for it. You know how you could pay for it? You patent little stuff. Like, like you wouldn't patent the, the whole, you know, like a whole thing of technology for something. <coughs> a little thing, and he'd make a cool phone. It wouldn't be the back phone that could do all the cool shit, but it'd be the phone that don't blow up, but you can get a signal 
underground type of shit. You know, be that type of thing. You can make a lot of money off of that. Like you can do little things like that all the way through. You make billions off of that. You keep going. I just had to talk to Barb about it because I had nobody to talk to about it. I'm, <laughs> I, I I just can't imagine that. And how? Was, what was her response? She's like, "Yeah, it sounds a little expensive." <laughs> <laughs> so she fed along. Oh, the manpower is secretive too. Like you yeah. have to. It's not just like building it, but when yeah. you have government and stuff, realize when you have parts shipped. Mm-hmm. Do you know if you order a. a billion parts of something people know that you ordered that right that's and they know you the they know they your know. ship to address they right. know like that's why when, in the movie they had to they they kind of explain it where he i like that though they kind of explain it where he uses dummy companies and and third fourth parties to order stuff and and ship it to different places and because yeah. they track it they would, they would definitely track that shit you'd have to do it well, bring it. I want to hear what you guys liked about this book. Oh, I love. I love from the beginning of it. I love the mission going in. I liked him. Um, like he, he, it almost like he psyched himself up. Like I'm going to have to get myself captured. Like this part of my plan is to get myself captured, and that means I'm gonna have to fight a lot of dudes. I'm gonna have to go through a lot. So I have to mentally prepare myself to do it. And it's like he almost hypnotized himself to have that mantra, and that's why he kept repeating. You know, like I, you know, I'm coming to get uh, Psycho Pirate. To, you know, like this is for a good reason. Just give me Psycho Pirate. If you don't, I will break your fucking back. Like, and he's just that's the psych up, and he's just going through it. Like, he even to go into a sit to to that place that's full filled with nothing but criminals and fight an army, knowing he's not going to beat that army. But it's all part of the plan to get captured. He knew that Bane was going to take him because Bane is not going to just kill him. Bane has to to kind of fuck with him first. He should have broke him. He should have got his nakedness and just cracked <laughs> his back again. Well, you don't have the strength to do that without the venom anymore. He's not as strong as he was without that. Stuff. No, but he he had him already decimated. He could have just you you could break his back. He, he was already, had, he was he was already defeated. But he but, thought he I think he thought he he broke it as best he could because remember he even said in the dialogue. Because of my the you know that the venom is out of my body, I can't just you can't just crack spines like that at you know at the form that he's at now. He's at a regular human form. Yeah, even, but even muscular, he just can't break backs like that. Not not regular. You know, you'd have to do. You'd have no, to but do if you kept, if you kept that when somebody's on the ground, I'm pretty sure you could do it. Oh, I'm sure he did. But he wanted to, he wanted to put him in that prison. He wanted to put him in that prison, and he wanted him to suffer first. He wanted he wanted him to kind of break, and that's his downfall. That's and why villains are so stupid. Because he thinks like a, he. This is a dude that has grown up in prison all his life, even with the learning all these new from reading books and stuff, and and being educated and traveling the world to do terrible things. But he still traveled the world. He at the heart of it, though, he still thinks like a person in prison and and in prison you always have to take down the person you think is the toughest one like it's he always falls for the same shit he never that's why bane never he never uplifts past a certain point he still always thinks like a thug and that's always his undoing and he and he does it here he, and batman already knew that like he knew he was going to do that because that's bane's 
mentality. And I like how it's a flip because as much as Bane, when he first went after Batman, he kind of psychoanalyzed him and planned out how he was going to take him down. I like how Batman also did the same shit to him and kind of psychoanalyzed him and knew exactly what he was going to do and worked it out. And when he put him in that little prison, he broke out. What he did in the night. Didn't take him long into the night to do it. And it was all part of the plan. And I, and I loved it. I did love it. Now, I know you hated the the note, the narrative of the note, but I liked it where Catwoman is explaining why she was imprisoned for killing 237 people. Yeah. And we find out that uh, there was a, a terrorist cell that blew up the orphanage that she grew up in and killed all these children. And she supposedly went and murdered every single one of these terrorists, uh, people who are responsible for this orphanage going in. Now, me, I don't give a shit. She's a hero. I'm yeah. sorry. You blow up a whole bunch of children. I don't even like kids, but you blow up a whole <laughs> thing of kids. I don't care. Kill them. And it didn't say she killed, like, I'm not one of them that's like, kill them all like, you kill the, the, the dude that gave that um, sold them like something not knowing that it was part of the, the terrorist thing. I'm talking about kill the specifically the people that knew going in that they were going to murder all these people. Done. Kill them. I don't give a shit. That, you're not a terrorist when you when you kill people that are killing innocent people. Now, when you just start blowing up blocks and stuff, that's when you're a terrorist. I don't, I don't, I don't co-sign on that to get revenge for something. No, that's that's different. But to go after all the people that did shit that they did murdering all those people, fuck them, Just let them go, kill them. And when she's explaining that to Batman, why she did it, and she feels a certain type of way about it because she wouldn't have wrote a letter to him about it if she didn't feel a certain way about it. But she did it. Now I don't know what the rest of the story is with that, yeah, but you I do. do. I ain't gonna say it though. But, <laughs> but what I like so far of this is that th- even though they love each other, these two people love each other, Batman and Catwoman, because she killed those people, that is the thing that will keep them apart. That is the tragedy with this relationship because Batman is not gonna be able to to kind of give himself to her knowing that she murdered like that. He he just can't. No matter even if he in a part of him thinks she probably did the right thing. He it's just that his makeup he can't he can't co-sign on that. So we'll see what happens. Okay, now go ahead, Mike. No, I want to go ahead and uh, let's let Ronnie and. Uh, oh, okay, Ron, Ronnie. Aaron. What, what do you got? Thing. Um, obviously, as you guys know, that I read it wrong the first time. Well, I well, you read it wrong. Oh, right. You didn't. Yeah. They, he wouldn't know. You oh, yeah, that's right. I know. But you, you told me. Well, Aaron knows too. I know. I read yeah. the letter. Like I read it first thing in the morning, so I was like not really awake yet. But like I read it really quickly, and I read as the note was Bane like talking to Batman. I did too the first time. Even the orphanage stuff? No, no. <laughs> I, I only the first two like went. Yeah. Right, and you're 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 getting to another one of my pet peeves, so this is very important. So go go on. Uh, well, no, I just <laughs> I read it as Bane for a couple times, and then 
Daryl and I were talking online, and I figured out that it was Selena. So then I had to go back and reread it. And then, to me, I don't have like the lineage and the history with Catwoman like you do, Mike, or even Daryl or Aaron for that matter. So to me, I was like the way Daryl is is like you know if she bombed it or if her orphanage got blown up and all those kids died and then you know our beloved dt janitor right if he the hero of the story uh, <laughs> they also they also retcon that because in the pre-52 it stood for dick tracy and now it's supposed to be daryl taylor <laughs> damn now, right i i was pissed off about that because dick tracy janitor i liked a lot more fuck that dick tracy janitor <laughs> daryl taylor is a much better upgrade P- pissed me off upgrade and stay tuned for that dick tracy uh destroyed I, he'll get destroyed by the daryl taylor janitor that that'll be my mini series <laughs> that'll be a one off yeah where i take out the the dick tracy <laughs> evil janitor no i i don't know i I, I enjoyed it. I thought nine was better than ten, but I still liked the pacing of it, and I liked the whole Indigo Montoya moment that Batman had as he was going, like Daryl said, where he's flying in, you know, and he's repeating the same thing over and over. So well, that's t- good shit. That's one thing I've been really enjoying about this Batman series in general is that he keeps doing things like that. Where, I mean, you love Batman because he's he's a guy in a suit with some training. Right. And, you know, he does basically the impossible, or so it yeah. seems. Yeah. But in this, this volume of Batman, he's constantly pushing himself way past anything that, you know, it should be humanly possible. And Not he's doing it the entire time. You know, just on sheer will alone. You know, there's the the first issue when he's underwater, mm-hmm. and Duke is yelling. You know, you you're gonna be out of air. You can't do this. You know, you only have five minutes or whatever. And he's like, "You're past six minutes. What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm just gonna, uh, you know, it's what we do. We do what we do." And in this one, the same thing. He just he's fighting wave after wave of guys. He's going through everything, and he's just saying, "Hey, I want Bane. Come on." <laughs> Like I'm gonna break his back, I'm gonna you know whatever, and it's it's just fantastic. I like this. And his emotion behind it—he's not a robot. Like to, right. to for me, I'm always thinking he's going through all this shit because he wants to save Claire. Yeah, he couldn't save Tim, he couldn't save Gotham, but he was like, "God damn it, I'm gonna save Claire." And right. so, like that emotional part of it also just makes me cheer him on because he has some type of. That's the thing that's motivating him to do this, to save that one little girl, to try to make it so that she can keep, get through this is is something that um, it just gives me. It's the it's that booyah moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now I hate Batman. Thank you. Thank you, Daryl. Um, but I mean, on top of that, I mean, I, I could look at Janet's art all day, every day. Oh, my God. It's just so good. So, so good. It is. But, yeah, I mean, like this, I don't really have a problem with the Catwoman thing. Uh, I kind of side with Daryl on it. Like, she's always kind of been that type of person. Like, if someone's been wrong, she's going to do something to help. I mean, she's never 
straight up killed 250 people before. No, but she killed once or twice, I think, when she had to. Yeah, but I mean, you know, maybe she is that she didn't kill them all. We didn't see her do it, so it's only a narration. She's just talking about stuff. So maybe it didn't happen. I'm hoping to God it's Jane Doe acting as Catwoman. That's what I'm hoping. Jane who? Jane Doe. Jane the Doe? one that, that takes on identities of people. Oh wow, you pulled she was that. In, she, she was she was in she was inside of the Arkham building. Oh right, oh, yeah. she was inside. In issue nine. Oh, yep. Sure, okay, that could happen. I don't know. Maybe. That's I'm crazy. hoping. But I mean, are they gonna do that? Again, right after they did it in the New 52 when Catwoman died, and it turned out it wasn't Catwoman. When did she die? Didn't she get shot in the head or something, and it turned out it wasn't her, it was... Oh, uh, early on? Yeah. Oh, 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 wow. I I'm, just, I'm totally blank on who it was. Was it Martian Manhunter posing as her? Yeah, it was somebody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, way back. I forgot about that. You know, I mean... I mean, it's been a bit, but do they really want to go to that well again so soon? No, I, I, I truthfully believe it's a retcon, but I, we'll see. I'm, I'm along for the ride. So I'll say the things I liked. Let me be positive. The art was amazing. His, the story is really good. My only pro, I have, I have a couple of problems. He blows up a Batwing every three issues or every two issues. That that bugs me. It's like, okay, I'm going to blow some shit up and there. I'm going to blow it up again and uh, blow it up again. And I'm not going to talk to the Justice League guy who just destroyed the entire Batcave <laughs> by, by arming his uh, Batmobiles. But, uh, but maybe this was a spare Batwing. While he's rebuilding the other ones, because it doesn't have the same. Yeah, it's a different stuff. It's a different design, so maybe this is just like his extra. It's three bat wings. Okay, I, 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 I'm just, uh, (laughs) I, I, you know, I know how long it takes to build a plane. Okay, Um, let's just say that. (laughs) So, so, um, and there's a lot of safety concerns when you build a plane. (laughs) A lot of safety testing. Testing is expensive, but. Okay, so I had that problem. The sec- I, I don't hate Tom, as mentioned in the interview <laughs> that came out. I, I, I don't hate Tom. I love Tom. I think Tom's great. But he does certain things that I don't know that just bother me in my reading. And in Omega Man, he kept on showing aliens, and you never knew what the hell they were saying. It, it would it would drive me crazy because it wasn't just like one page. It was I, I mean I counted them. It was like I don't know twenty panels that driving me sane. In this one, there, there was a previous Batman. I don't know if it was seven or six. It was the the one when Gotham died. Yeah. The the mm-hmm. voiceover on the captions was a futuristic, but it was showing you one thing. It was showing you the decimation. I All don't right, like I don't like when captions are telling me something. Else, you don't like the change in narrative. I don't like the change in narrative, and, and this one was a total change in narrative. You're you're on along this adventure story, and I'm following the adventure. I'm gonna break your back, blah blah blah. And then there's this narrative of Catwoman a, as you're watching the adventure go on. That bugged me. I, I I don't like it. It's I I don't know how to say it, but I just don't like that. It's one. Daryl knows I don't like that narrative. I know. Heard, you don't like novels. I, 
I, I don't sure don't. <laughs> that's 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 the thing. It's a novel thing. It's a, it's a, I, 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 li- I, li- I like the the simple keep it simple stupid uh, policy that you tell like yeah. engineers don't don't right. reinvent the thing if it's already simple. Right. The the kiss policy, <laughs> keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, I like when you fuck with me a little bit. I like I like when they fuck with me. Just, so just I, fuck with me a little bit. I, I I didn't like that. All right. And the the, the cat the Catwoman thing, I'll get over. I, I will get over. It just bugs me right now. It she's not a killer. She's not, and that the relationship. If if this turns out to be what it is, it, it breaks down the relationship between Bruce and Selena, and that that relationship I absolutely love. I, I I love it even in the TV show. I loved it in every history that's been there, and it 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 flies in the face of that, and I I don't I don't like it. I, I will say because I know firsthand, even though you, you you don't like what he did with Catwoman. He loves that relationship between Catwoman and Batman as well. So, well, I, I know, and uh, you yeah. you gotta have a philosophy. You gotta trust the writer and let him take yeah. tell the story. And I'm gonna I'm gonna long for the ride. I've, I'm two issues in, mm-hmm. and, and there's issues of this that I don't like. I, I really didn't like Solomon Grundy getting flipped by one hand. That yes. was an artistic thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I the, the the author told me what was happening there it was a momentum thing and the flip. That was an art thing. I didn't like the death of Gotham because of the narrative. I didn't like this narrative, and I don't like what he done with Catwoman. But story, well, I mean, the story's good. If I could get past my pet peeve, it, it's perfectly fine. Okay. I, I didn't fail it. I didn't say I hated it. I didn't say I disliked it. I just said I liked it. That's all I'm going to give it is a three out of five on the Netflix scale. All right. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, that's all we can have. Yeah. All right. So uh, you want to do the midnight or the other one you had a problem with? Get that out the way, too? I didn't have a problem with it. I I, I, uh, I think it was me personally not understanding some, some stuff in there. Okay, let's talk it out. But uh, the, wait, the, wait, the, the gist of the Midnighter story is I, I guess I didn't remember a lot from the first issue because I didn't remember Apollo dying. No, he died in the first issue of this book. He died in the yeah, first Yeah, I don't I don't remember him dying. I don't Because I the guy threw him in hell, like when he when he was when um what's his name? Benedict, Henry Benedict when he was yeah, talking to I guess him. I didn't know he was dead. Yeah, when he did that to him, he, he basically threw him in he, he when he threw him into that pit, he th- basically threw him into hell. Like he he threw he threw him in a dimension that had no sun. Yeah. So he couldn't power him. And then he got killed, like. But he gets, but he dies in this issue, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it's it's kind of Midnighter going to find him and bring right. it back. And the part I really liked was Neuron, because ever since Underworld Unleashed, yes, I have absolutely loved the Neuron character. I got excited when I saw that. Well, like I when like, I yeah. saw that, I was like, oh yes, I love Neuron. I like the reveal. Yeah, I I, 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 dug, yeah. I dug the reveal. Yeah. And, it was Steve Orlando and pencils by Fernando Blanco. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see I, if I, I can pull it out and see the pages that I just. I was like, okay, that's a little bit beyond me. I get the gist of the story, but. And I and that's basically what we have. Like he's gone. Like all of the first the Midnighter previous series, he wanted to kill Henry Bendix ever. Like he wanted to get revenge, 
And Henry Bendix is pretty much the person that, if you think about Wolverine and who he's the one that did uh, did the process to to Wolverine. That's his midnight and went through the same kind of thing. Yeah, he, he, Henry even, Bendix did that. he even says it in this issue. Mm-hmm. So, so he's always like, and at first you think like in the Stormwatch books. Henry Bendix was kind of like they were. He's portrayed as like an Xavier. Like you think he's a good guy, but then you come to find out that he's he's been really like a striker, thing. right? Yeah, yeah. He's been doing his own thing, and he's he's been doing these black ops kind of things, and and uh, and he sent he's he's tricked Midnight and Apollo to doing this stuff. Like he's sent them on missions and stuff. Not and they're thinking they're doing good, and come to find out it was you know. Bendix's evil stuff. So he's really hates this dude. Like he and he doesn't have any problems with killing. It's just the point of he's never been able to get his hands on Bendix because he's smart. He's really he's really uh super smart. So to put him in a position where he knows his weak spot is Apollo. So to put him in a position where you can either kill me or try to save the the man you love. It was funny though when he grabbed that piece and still threw it in his neck. But he was like, "Still fuck you anyway, though." Yeah, the I'm still, <laughs> still gonna hurt you. Um, and just having him go door, like just just seeing how frantic. I love the art too. Oh, I I, I love the panel where it's circular, like mm-hmm. it, it's showing it going from the left hand corner all the yeah. way down to the right. Yeah. Um, I I really like that oh, ar- artistic it. style, and even and in he's the panicking. Fights, and then the he's, fight scenes, like when he's fighting, yeah. uh, is it Mauser? What is his name? Um, the armored dude. I forgot the guy's but name. But he, he was in the Wildstorm universe, too, because I remember him. Yeah, he was one of those. Um, they had a name for them. There was the cyborg type. They were yeah. like the they were like with the X-Men equivalent of the, the Reavers in a mm-hmm. way. They were blended, you know, with with technology. Uh, advanced technology and, and whatnot. But yeah, it, but I like the like. When you read Mid- Midnighter, and, and I know for people that have read him for years, when he's going through that thing running and stuff and saying door, 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 he's panicking. To other people that don't know him, you might not catch it. Like yeah, I, 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 I didn't catch calm. it. I thought, I thought he was going like door, door, door so he could he's doing get, that. Get, get somewhere faster. Like, okay, I need to check this place out. I need to check this place out. That's well, how he, I read that. Well, basically, he, he's blocked. And he has to run like he has to get out of range. It's like having no signal on your phone. <coughs> He's blocked him and he has to get from one place to the other. And he doesn't know where he how far up he has to go before the signal works and he can get through the door that would take him to save Apollo. But he knows that Apollo's getting beaten the crap out of him. Like wherever he is, he's weakened. He told him he's weakened, he's getting beaten down. He's probably you know, he could he's probably gonna get killed if he doesn't get to him in time. So he's yelling, just door, door, door. Like he's fighting for his life at the same time and yelling door, 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 trying to get this thing, trying to get the portal open. And he's like in his head, he's panicking. He'd never say it. He'd never admit it because he's always John Wayne. He's always cool, always collected. He will never admit even when at when they get to the point where he does find him and he's dead. His body's dead, but it's, so he knows his soul is not there, but he puts him in the sun to, re- to replenish the body. And his friend, when she's saying to him, she's trying to be comforting, and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm good. You know, everything's fine. I'm good. It's all good. And she hugs him, and he's like, no, you don't need to hug me. 
You know, I don't. Yeah, need that was that was, the, that was the part I was lost in. I don't remember her, Marina. She was the one that she was going to get revenge on that corporation in the first arc. Yeah, and, and I, I just she, totally didn't remember her. She she turned herself in. I was too distracted in. with the boxes. Right. So when she turned herself in and that, but she still worked with him, uh, even in jail, she still was like an asset to him. Like she would look at things and, and kind of analyze data from him while she was in jail, while she was in jail. And then when she got out, you know, they kind of stayed friends like they still he didn't give up on her. He just said, you have to do your time because you, you are responsible for people being hurt. You have to do your time for that. And she did. And and then, you know, he's he never let her, you know, he never forgot about her. Never. Uh, and that's why she wanted to be there for him, because he's like, you didn't forget about me when you promised to be there for me. And I want to be there for you. But Midnighter is so hard to because his mind is such a computer and he's been he's his head has been <coughs> fucked with so many times. Like he is. the And he's like Wolverine in terms of before Wolverine got his memories back. Like so he has nothing. He has no history, doesn't know where he was born, none of that. Henry Bendix knows all that information, but he wiped it from him. And he's been fucking with him ever since about I, it. You know, the part I had a question with, well, first mm. I needed to know who that girl was. I don't remember her. Okay. And then Extrano, what is his relationship? Is he in the first arc, too? Which one was Extrano? Explain he's the guy that's sitting at the table that has those little angel servants. Uh... If I think it's it's, I'm trying to figure out. I, I'm not remembering D- it right. The, the only DC Extrano I know mm-hmm. came out of Millennium, and he was part of the New Guardians. Do you remember all those guys? Floro, Extrano, uh, yeah. Ram, and Harbinger. She was actually part of it. I Jet. do, but I don't, I'm not sure. Extrano I, was the flamboyant one. Uh, in, in the New Guardians, this was, guy kind of looks like he could be him. I think it's him. Then I think it is him. But I don't know what his. Real, it sounds like Midnighter like knows him. He like went there. Which but it, it might have been the, in a. Okay. He he was the weird magician dude with the purple cape. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. If, if, from the New Guardians, you mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, but it might. Yeah, he had a purple everywhere. It was pink or purple, remember? Yeah. But, no, yeah. he had like silly green tights with it. I thought. Yeah. And I think it is him, because <coughs> I mean, it implies that he was he was gay, like and, yeah, uh, yeah. And he is gay. He, well, and he was in a this, gay character. And this, he you know he he mentions it like that's him and his lover adopted this child and they're gonna you know raise this child. So I, it is him. I'm not sure about the the child though if it because the only wing people i know of is the wing person that he fought with on the authority but she wasn't from a race well i don't think she was from a ah, actually she did i, I, I guess i guess what i was trying to see is if there was a wild storm connection to the to this extraneo character. no i think they've been blending so. some of the that's the thing though with some of this they've been blending a dc and Wildstorm with this so They've been kind of mixing that up. He's so, using obscure stuff because Neuron isn't yeah. used very often. No, not at all. And really, know, like I, I don't remember him since New Guardians, and they kind of like washed them under the covers. Totally, 
Totally. It's been yeah, so long. Like, I had to look at them and remember. Millennium was weird. It's like the Guardians went off with the Zamorians to have sex. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yep. And yep. they said, okay, <laughs> now you're the new Guardians. And yeah. They created this weird team. And they had that racist dude, the diplomatic immunity guy from South America. Yes. Oh, he was awful. It, but it was it was very weird story, but it had like Joe Staten Art and uh, Steve Englehart and Carrie Bates. We were talking about Carrie Bates. Mm-hmm. Carrie Bates took over for Sting- Steve Englehart on this series. But um, if this is Extrano, that's even more interesting to me because he's really pulling some obscure references. And he's blending it in like it's a po- like they already had a previous history, which would I like too. Why, that's why I was confused. I was like, did the previous arc have him in it? Like, did they do something? Or he does it. He does. Steve Orlando does it in a slick way, where you're like, wait a minute. Like, am I missing it? Did I miss a miniseries or something? And did I like not read this or? Like it does throw me off a little bit how they how he does it sometimes because I have to remember I did read it it's just that he's blending the the two worlds together so and that and that's what makes it tough uh, yeah, for me because I'm not I've been exploring the the Wildstorm universe but mm-hmm. I am not well versed in it like you oh I miss that I miss that original run I do I I, I hope they I hope they don't I I hope uh, I haven't read it. doesn't give up on it I, I, after two I issues. I bought it recently, but I haven't read it yet. The, the Stormwatch piece of it. Yeah. Well, I, I, at least I, four or five before they see how poorly they're selling. You shut your mouth. You hey, I, I'm looking mouth. forward to it. I want to read all of it. They better stick with it. It's not going to sell off the... It's not going to be selling millions off the thing. They better be prepared to have to work at it to make sure that it... You know, to kind of build it up. But I'm glad it's they're not kind of trying to shoehorn it into uh, the DC universe. Let that sit and let them, you know, make their own wild story. You know what I'm what I fear they're going to do though. What? And, and this is just because DC always thinks this. They think editor editorial thinks the reader's stupid. Mm-hmm. So they always like try to keep things so they don't want you to confuse grifters. They don't want you to confuse midnighters. So they. They zero in on let, let's say Warren Ellis's books come out. They'll zero uh-huh. in on those books, mm-hmm. but then I bet you anything, just from history, that we don't see Midnight or Apollo inside of the DC you during that time frame. You might be right. You they might be to, right. They, they tend to do that. that. Yeah, they do. I, you might be right because they do go through this thing of, oh no, you can't have two Midnighters in and Apollo. of all the characters they've. I think of all the Wildstorm characters, the, yeah. the characters that stood out to me, at least forming themselves in the DCU, or Midnighter, and maybe a Grifter, because he was in that, you know. Well, the authority kind of, the authority is what kind of brought <coughs> the Wildstorm universe back to, you know, to any kind of uh, prominence, because before that, it started to go down. It was only a few of us reading. reading I started reading it when it was Stormwatch PhD. You know mm-hmm. the police department one. Yeah, that was after it all and, had like. Collapsed. Oh, oh, it was it was ap- on like towards the downfall. Yeah, it was and they had they had the authority. They had Gail Simone doing Gen Thirteen. Mm-hmm. They had already fought God. I mean, yeah. that's just how crazy the Wildstar universe had gotten. Like Authority had already fought 
the equivalent of God that created the earth. Like it was, it was a being or something. And it, it didn't even look like a, a human or anything. It was just some big thing and they fought it. And then they were like, we fought God. I know they were like, people were like, they can't fuck with this book. Religious people were, had definitely had problems with, with, with the authority by then when they were doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. I can't imagine them have reading Phantom Stranger. Oh, oh my or- God. Yeah. I have a fit. God, God was a dog. He came out as a dog. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they had a fit with that. But yeah, they like when they did this. Like by the time they they hired um, Ellis, pretty much it was nothing. Like they nothing really was selling like it used to. And they were like, "We we will let you. Could you come in and you could do whatever you want to these books? We don't care. This is your world now." Was you the author- was the authority after Jim Lee sold? It to DC. No, it was it four. No, four. Yeah, okay, four. so it was Image. It was Image. Okay, and, and that's why they did. I knew. I knew Stormwatch was, but Stormwatch yeah. led into the Authority. So no, I I would say, and I would say this. I would say if it wasn't for Ellis coming in and doing what he did with these books, I don't think DC would have bought Wildstorm. They it, he brought it to a point where unless they were really after buying fun. Jim Lee, if that was their main, I think target. they probably could have still had Jim Lee. But I think he made it. I think he made a pretty penny off of Wildstorm because of how they built it back up because of what Ellis did with the with Stonewatch. That, 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 that would be an interesting uh, interview to find out, like why? Because I, I like know why marvel bought the ultraverse you know what mm-hmm. i mean i, I right. know why certain things <laughs> right. were purchased it would be interesting to know why they targeted that universe mm-hmm. well because it, they're 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 um counterparts to superman and batman i mean yeah alternate reality versions of them really and they mu- and they pretty much killed it too like by buying it and bringing it in and pretty much with the death knell for for the universe after a while. Although Wildstorm lasted a long time before they it did. It did, but it never it got to that point. It even became like their own Vertigo brand like yeah. for, for certain books. But it never got to that point again. I've always liked that barefoot dude. What What is that guy's name? Uh, yeah. That was the one that got uh, kidnapped by aliens. He was the one who got blended with cities. What's his name? Um, that guy's always fascinate, fascinated me because his power base is so bizarre. It is because, like, who? How the fuck do you even explain something like that? Yeah. Cities don't talk. Like, that how do you shade the changing man and the the madness vest? It's like it was so <laughs> weird. Like it was, um, it was so weird how how they set it up where he if he went to some place and the city was too small, he'd start bleeding. It was uh, Jack Hawk Hawksmore. And he was a cop. He was just a cop. And and aliens just came, took him, and and they fucked it up when they 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 kind of took him apart and put him back together. But they didn't real they didn't know how to put it back together right. It was like they didn't know the human structure before they did it, and so they put him back together all fucked up. And they made it so that his body adjusts to to big cities. And even when he's on the carrier. The carrier is huge. Like it's like one of the biggest flying structures, <laughs> bigger than the the helicarrier and all of that. And even then, when he's on that, it's hard to be on that because it's not big enough. He needs a city. He needs a big, gigantic city with people to kind of blend. He needs those big buildings. He needs those structures. It's so weird 
So that like he he only stays there for a minute to get like debriefs and then he goes away and goes swimming back into the city. Like he'll go into a city and just like swim in it like Aquaman swims in water. Like it's so weird and it's I love it. It was so great. Yeah, that's something I, I I need to read at some point. Oh, so good. I hope <laughs> I, I have the storm watches. I just uh, I was lacking the uh, first uh, Midnighter and Apollo mm-hmm. issue, which is kind of expensive. I oh mean, yeah, for for their books because they're used right. to cheap, right? right. Well, them. I hope they recollect everything since they they're not going to do everything, but I would hope at least recollect the Ellis stuff, all the Ellis stuff he did at, up, you know, all the way through to the end so i I became pretty well versed in it but it was way after you know it was like wildstorm armageddon and Mm -hmm. do you remember all that like the yeah that was and that was kind of like when it was on the way out like they were trying to do things sure and it was but they relaunched everything with like big time creators for the most part and even that didn't help because oh it didn't help baker and like they tried to do they kept trying to do different things and it jail simone and it just you you even have the the that trinity book whatever it was called where the old people in the retirement home oh i love that yes where all the old superheroes and yeah yeah it was was really good can they do that for podcasts? Oh, welcome to tranquil. <laughs> welcome to tranquility. That's, That's what, what it was. was. Yeah. that could be us, but it'd be for podcasters. It would just be all an <laughs> old folks' home doing shows that nobody could hear because it's not real. We're just <laughs> thinking we're recording. That's one of my biggest fears is that I'll have to stop podcasting because I lose my other ear because I won't be able to hear. Oh, you better not. We will we'll learn sign language. What's the sign language of podcast? Yeah, sign last podcast. That's fucked that. We're going to do something. We'll do, well, no. By then, it'll be, you could do full video podcasts where you can read stuff and reply. I know. The technology is, so, is getting so good with that now that uh, it's. They still uh, haven't figured out, though, an inverse uh, hearing aid that works differently for degradation of hearing. Like, my, my curve is different from, like, normal hearing loss. Right. It's right. the opposite. So, like, the hearing aid you put in, and it, it only amplifies sounds that you don't care about. Right. They, well, I, Man, if they invent one that... are still working on it, I mean... Well, if they invent one that will work with my ear, I would be, like, so stoked, because then I'd have two ears again. Well, they're still working on it. I'm sure they're not done. Like, that technology is not... When it comes to sight, losing sight, and, and hearing problems, those are two things that they're for sure not... It's done with. They're still working on that. Uh, like there are people still like even young people are are working on that problem. Like they grew they grew up with technology in a different way that we did, so they think differently than we do, uh, and they can I, see I, things I, that I we can't. I did everything at the time I could to try to get my hearing back. Mm-hmm. I had them shoot shots in my ear with. Steroids. I remember you were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I had them try to rebuild hard. me like the Bionic Man. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll hope that somebody out there maybe. I need listen. that Jamie Summers ear. So That's I can right. That's push right. the hair maybe. back. Just push the hair back a little bit. Yeah, maybe somebody <laughs> out there now is, is, is in college. You know, going working on a grant. Listening to this podcast, this. saying I can invent his ear. I can fix it. I can, I can rebuild him. <laughs> I can fix it. We have the technology. Faster. I can fix this. Let me get on this. Let me fix it so we can work this out. I love the six million dollar man. Oh, so did I. 
That was oh my, my co- that was superhero God. world, man. It crossover, it had that, crossover. That, that Sasquatch yeah. thing was like That's right. I, I put that on a pedestal like nobody's business. Oh my God. And I remember I only missed one episode as a kid watching That's... Six Million Dollar Man. It was when he went undercover as a cop. And it was because oh, my brother shoved man. a crayon up his nose. This was before VCRs, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, damn it. He like shoved <laughs> a crayon up his nose and couldn't breathe. And he, it was uh, so far up there that we couldn't get it out with tweezers. God and then damn. we'd say, blow it out, blow it out. And he'd like, he'd blow it in even farther. So it was oh. almost like in his brain cavity, right? Did he apologize? Did he well, I, I still give him shit. I said, I still haven't seen that episode of the six. You still haven't Star seen Man. that because they repeated it since then. <laughs> I know. I still haven't seen it. I have the DVDs too. Just, and you didn't watch it. What yeah, I, I just, I just tell my brother every time I go over. I'm like, and you know what? He bought me. It's awesome. He, he right. bought me for one Christmas. They did the uh, retro dolls of the Six Million Dollar Man, right. Sasquatch, and he bought me those. You know, the big, the big foot. Just try to make up for yeah. it. You, you, you don't. Because I had all the dolls. Like I still have the Six Million Dollar Man where his arm right. comes off. You could pull the skin back. And see all the bionics. Oh, I remember that. My mother bought oh, one for God. my cousin one time. And my cousin didn't even like toys like that. And I was like, yo, why the fuck you give that to him? <laughs> you should have put that for me. I'm the one that liked that shit. Like, why are you giving it to him for? Oh, that's my favorite toy. I was, oh, so great. Yeah, that, the eye, like a big Jim's the eye. Oh, you could, you could look through the eye. That yes. was like a... It was kind of stupid as a kid. It's Dumb as like, shit, but it's, still, it's just like it an eye great. you could look through, but you you hold the doll to your eye, and you can see out of the dumb eye. Dumb as shit. And it's dumb, dumb as, as shit. <laughs> I bet she looked at me and said, you dumb fuck. <laughs> you you gonna cry about this fucking toy with the eye? You got two eyes. Yeah. Fucker, I just bought you glasses. What are you, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> you could see, dummy. And they had this contraption where you could like lift an engine block, so it had yes. like a V eight engine and I you just that. the engine. <laughs> I remember that shit. That that it was gray and red. Yeah. <laughs> I had it. Oh, I, I had, had the the ship. There was the yeah. ship that the spaceship that he went up into space. I couldn't get it. I didn't see it. We didn't oh, have it. Was it. Every awesome. time with the story, I never saw that, it. I, that piece I lost. Oh, but I, I do have, I still have the $6 million man and the arm attachments. When I come to your house, I'm going to play with your $6 million man. Oh, it's so good in his red jump jumpsuit. <laughs> that's not a subject. Uh, Are we not doing I really mean I'm going to play with the $6 man. But I, ne- I never got an Oscar Goldman. It pissed me, me off. Me either. I never saw it. I wanted an Oscar Goldman. <laughs> never saw him. Never saw him. Okay. We got to get back on track. <laughs> oh. Look what you've done! This I thought you had no hope. Six million dollar pot <laughs> podcast. I would do it. Listen, you fucking bring that. I'll do it. You want? I did, man. Please, I'll do a six million dollar man podcast in a minute. It just it's just an excuse for me to buy the the, the movie, the show. Yeah. Uh, I, oh God, I I do it. That show was the the bomb back. That then. should be on the network the, the, tomorrow. Stay tuned. And then they had that. That doll that would flip the, the that was Robotron or whatever his name was I can't remember his name. Oh, <laughs> it was one that was a bionic guy, but he was a robot. Maskatron. There yes. Is. Maskatron. Maskatron. And, and I don't even think Maskatron was in an episode. They like developed. I don't think he was. Boba Fett of the Bionic Man. <laughs> <laughs> he was like everybody wanted Maskatron when he was like never on the damn TV show. Because that's why. That's why, because he was never on the show. Because remember, they only had they had the boy who had the two legs, mm-hmm. the two bionic legs. They had that. Remember, 
Yeah. And his and he at first they didn't tune it right so he he could run, but then they he overdid it like a fool. Yeah. And then they had to fix it, and then you know he wound up at the end he was able to get up at the birthday party and he was he was all right, but they never showed him again. Yes. And you had the, you know, you, of course you had Jamie Summers. You had Max. Max was the first. Mm-hmm. They tried all that shit on man. He was mo- he was mostly bionic because mm-hmm. he had both all legs. Well, the comic, the Dynamite comic, is is explored that. Like they've yeah. done the follow on seasons, and they've done a really good job. This is this is like after the Kevin Smith version of it. Right. Right. Yeah. But you guys are a decade probably younger than us and it probably meant nothing to you but it was so big at the time that universal studios had the like turning the turning thing for the bigfoot episode oh. like they'd take your car in that yes it and was spinning and he was and it, it was it was, he was spin, running get all disoriented. Do you remember he would run in slow motion and he'd get uh, disoriented yes and he would fall they had, they had would, that at universal studios it and was he would always awesome. get that he would go on one side because he always had this thing where he'd be he'd be to one side and his he always was like that in his eyes bionic eye be all and he'd get that look like he's off uh, yeah for me like, for me uh, Disneyland was one thing, but when we went to Universal Studios and I got to see that in like Jaws and Battlestar Galactica, like you actually went into there where they had like a Starbucks and Cylons in there. I was just like, oh, this is my shit. Like this, this is my world right now. And I was as a kid looking at that, you're like, you're remember the Fembots? That shit. Was oh, awesome. yeah. When Jamie jumped out the window and she <laughs> was too high, but she had to jump out the window. And when she fell, the sparks came out the legs, and and she yeah. fell, and then she had to get the legs rebuilt. And then and then you, when that happened, it was like Steve. He get a phone call. He's like, hello. What? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm on my way. And then he's gone. He's like, I'm out. Fuck that. I'm coming. He's like, yo, who fuck with my woman? I'm I'm in. Even though she don't remember that we were together. But fuck that. Still, I love her. And he come in, he's like, Oscar, what's going on? And we gotta do a six million dollar man podcast. Sure do. <laughs> uh, the, I'm the, in. I gotta I, order I, let I, you know. I, I'll I, order the shit. I'm serious, man. I'm I, serious. I want to be all over this. I'll, I'll even pull out my doll for the, every episode so I can. Fuck <laughs> that. I, I'm in. Don't, don't. Listen, I will order them shits tomorrow. Yeah, this, I'll go on Amazon and order them shits tomorrow. Right now, we're like pissing Glenn Clark off right now, like big time. <laughs> He's like at his podcast. Why are they talking about DC? Damn it. Six million dollar man. Who the hell's that? It had to go where it had to go. There's nothing we can do about it. I'm sorry. It had to go where it had to go. This is the tangents that you guys don't have to deal with usually. Yes. All right. All right. What other book? Oh, that's right. We got more books. Forgot about that. Aquaman, real quick. Yes. It's all a woman's fault. That's all I'm saying. World ends. The (laughs) deluge. It's going to be because of a woman. A redhead. Can't trust them. It's weird because she's losing faith, though. Like, yes, yeah, she is. She is. She's doubting herself because the predictions are coming true. <laughs> right. but that's that's the one yeah. thing I did like about this issue. Yeah, that you know, she's like, "Oh, this is all nonsense," but then as as the issue is going and going, all the little the little prophecies are happening. It's like, oh, at, at least at least in her mind, they're happening. Right. 
Well, it, yeah, it, it is, though. It's like all these, you know, the, as soon as you heard Arthur got beat down so bad, you don't even see Arthur. So it's like she thinks it's even worse than it was. Mm-hmm. Well, the yeah. person that was doing the visions is her people, too, isn't it? Yeah, one of them is, is yeah. one of her. Mm-hmm. The one that was saying, hey, this is, she was freaking out, like going into the seizures. Too, I think yeah, Zebel, yeah. And, you know. And she's like, went full circle from issue one to now, if you think about it, because, like, when he took her to the diner in the first issue, and she, she didn't understand why he always went to the yeah, diner. Why you come here? Like, yeah. why would you come here? Yeah. And then that's where she wanted to go to. Like, I love that you brought that up because that's that's what made this issue really cool. I think because she realized she didn't realize she changed too. Like, she just thought it was Arthur who changed, you know, and and kind of loved being there. But she changed too because that was their place of peace like nobody judged them for being together mm-hmm. when they were at that place like that was their that was their special place right. you know so and it because when they're in in Atlant- atlantis everything is king <coughs> this king that we need you you know like what you know everything is a decision he has to make all the time and then they they always side eye her every five minutes right but when they go to the lighthouse that is their they all they could do all they got to do is eat buck Take care of the dogs. <laughs> hang out sometimes, and if they gotta fight crime, they gotta fight crime. But that's it. Like it, it's simple. It's not. Was well, a dog thing. lover. I love that she loves the dog. Oh yeah, she <laughs> loves it. She, she, she goes home the and there's the dog rolls him on his belly, yeah. and I, I don't know. That's really cool. It's pretty hot. She's redhead. <laughs> <laughs> Mara has got to be one of the when she's drawn right, one of the most beautiful figures in comics. Yeah, because there's a scene in this where she looked pregnant. It, really? It was a off were, in it. Yeah. There was the scene when she comes out of the water, and I had to actually look at it twice. Like I didn't pay attention. I guess. Yeah, it's it, it's the panel where she's wringing out her hair, right? Yeah, yeah, and she's standing because the way that he drew her, because of the green, because of the way the outfit looks, the green of the outfit, it looks like she got shrunk down just a little bit. So it made her, it made it look like she was, uh, she had a little bit of a belly, like a pregnant belly. But then it didn't. But then the next uh, panel, it was gone. So I knew it wasn't that. But I really had to look at it like. Is it the far away scene or what? What scene? No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the a page. big scene. The top panel on the page is for swimming with the dolphins. And oh, and I see it's her, now where she's her getting out of the water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He had posted it on his Facebook because I'm Facebook friends with him too. And he had posted it on his Facebook. And I looked at it then and was like, is she, what? Is he giving me some info that he's what, what, not supposed to be telling us? Yeah, stuff? wouldn't that be something though? <laughs> like, no, no, just for the history of Aquaman and yeah. the, the Black Mana thing. More like, tragedy. Building up. Be, oh my God. thinking of more tragedy. That is one of the darkest tragedies in comics. First in hero to ever 70s. get their, yeah. first hero to ever have their child murdered oh, and the first hero God. to ever get divorced. Yep. That was, that was Aquaman. He lost his shit. Like oh, totally. she, she tried to keep her shit together, and he right, just he lost went. it. He just went out, and started fighting. He wouldn't even come home. He just left. He Facial left. wise, he draws her beautiful. Though. Oh yeah, she beautiful. looks absolutely beautiful. Totally, totally. I, I enjoyed it. So we, we'll see so what happens with this the movie when we see that actress play Mary. Oh, I cannot. Wait. I, I can't wait. I cannot to see wait. The screen. And then tomorrow they'd be like director quits. 
The effects oh. studio decided it wasn't cost effective, so they're not <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, well, just... if they have her do the hard water stuff, like turn. Oh, it's going to. Got to. There's no way you're not going to do some of that. You uh, have to do the hard water. They stuff. and they, I, they just have to nail her personality though, yeah. because that's what makes Maris. Well, they said they're gonna they're gonna have that love hate the relationship in the beginning. Which they do. They bicker and they and they like each other, but they bicker. They didn't just get along. But there's just like subtleties in this book that I love. Like right. she loves Aquaman. Like she loves. Oh yeah. Her. Oh yeah. And but she gives him shit though. Oh, she does. But that's like right. any good relationship. Yeah, they give you shit. Any good marriage, right? And then you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you cut. It's true. You give you shit and you fuck it out. You, Fuck it, fuck, fuck it away. It fuck the That's pain right. away. That's I, right. Fuck the pain just, away. That, wasn't that important? Pain away. That's right. I'll put that as the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you fuck it out. You know, we've covered a lot. We've covered Aquaman. We've covered uh-huh. Death of Hawkman. Cap- we didn't even get into like the Batman. Superman one yet. Yeah, we got yeah. Superman and Green Lanterns, right? Yeah, that's Justice League. Left. Yeah. yeah. We talked about oh, yeah. League a we little talk- bit, but let's yeah, jump a little bit. into that. A little bit. See, that one I really liked just because it was like, bam, bam, bam. It was like Cyborg. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the way they write Cyborg better in Justice League than I do. Yes. In- yes. That, well, he's Justice not League so... Book, they've done that with a lot of the characters for me. I Well, uh, he's not... Well, it's easy to do it in a Justice League book because you're not bogged down by trying to right. flesh out any type of story like it, he don't have time to be worried about you know being human and and all that kind of stuff you can dip into it a little bit when you need to but you don't have to stick with it that much but they make him powerful yeah i mean they he basically boom tubed the watchtower sure crashing into the earth yeah brian hitch and neil adams uh, neil yeah. and neil adams i mean neil edwards <laughs> Sorry, Neil, Neil Adams, he's doing that green. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing that. He's that green green arrow. cover that uh, Aaron didn't like. Giving people extra limbs and shit. I don't know what he was doing. That, <laughs> did that book. Yeah, but, uh, the, but the anyway. Justice League book for for a Justice League book, mm-hmm. I have not been so hot on this one since it started. I I like the the grand scale of things, but at the same time, I just it never really connected with me. This issue I thought was fantastic. I mean, I I don't care for Cyborg's book. I stopped reading it, but the Cyborg in this, you know, was was the Cyborg that I I don't hate. You gave this Cyborg a booyah, right? Yeah, booyahs! Five booyahs! We'll start rating them. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love that. I love that. How does he say it in the cartoon? Is it like booyah, or is it or booyaka, booyaka? <laughs> no, he's not. Oh. He's not Ali G. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> that, that would be fun. Anybody look up Shabba Ranks. That's if you're old and listen to reggae back in the day. Look up Shabba Ranks. <laughs> I think he's working at a store right now. But back in the day, he was big. He was big. Look up Shabba Ranks. But yeah, like the the whole thing with with Batman in the cave that we talked about a little before. I again, I love how Alfred is like, oh, okay, I'm going to get on this motorcycle that this old motorcycle that doesn't have the computers. I'll distract it, and you get in there. Right. And and Bruce is just like, no, I'm going to be riding the motorcycle. 
you know, that's you, yeah. Alfred though. That's 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 Alfred was was great in this though. Yeah. Like, dude. He even he even says in this one thing, I have nothing wise like wise crack to say here. You know. Yeah. 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 But see, I like how it actually fits in with the issue from last week where the Batcave did get screwed up. Yeah, it did. He's fixing you it. You know, so. Actually, more than one because it got, it got broken in that and it got broken in Superman. Right, yeah. Before oh, that. Oh, like, crap. I forgot again. about that. And then it got broken again in this but that, but that But that <laughs> was what – that's what he even said. He says, I'm yeah. going to arm my Batmobiles in case Superman comes back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He basically, I don't want those guys on my Batmobiles. I got to be ar- – <laughs> I got to set the machine guns all to fire and they'll be firing <laughs> kryptonite. And- he got to do something because he keep busting up in his place like this. <laughs> You know, one time fire, he armed everything, set him to arm, and then they just blew up everything in the back. Fucked it up anyway. Just fucked <laughs> it up anyway. And and Bruce telling Alfred to, you're English. You use your pioneering spirit to fix this. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, that's yeah. great. Yeah. It was written so well, and the art just looked really crisp, uh, uh, especially yeah. in the Batcave scene. Oh, totally. It, it, yeah, I liked it a the lot. The coloring, it was the coloring looked a lot like um, how the Authority used to look when Brian Hitch did the Authority back in the day. They colored it very similarly to that, yeah. so it makes it look closer to the Brian Hitch art, even though you know Edwards does different type of style, but it does look close to that, and I, I like it. They they just wrote Cyborg so good. Like I even like when he landed there and the other members are being brought there and he's like mm-hmm. I did not call you I did not Word, I did not call you <laughs> Yeah I, I thought that was so great Even when they did the beginning of it when they're talking about the death of you know like a, that that cataclysm even though it's kind of bullshit that one person only one person died out of all that shit that happened Oh but, that that's the part that bothered me I was like you had earthquakes the everything was there's just no way one person could die. And heart you know, attacks alone would be like even people that are weak hearts and stuff. Oh yeah, a percentage of them would have died alone. Then you oh, add to that the hospital changes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, the, the hospital. Every time there's a flood or or like a hurricane in Florida, you have like four or five deaths. Exactly. Exactly. Guaranteed. So there's no way. You you just saved what you and saved they, everybody but one. They are spending a lot of time on that family, so that mm-hmm. family, that death of that woman has something to do with this. I yeah. think the father. I think this is totally the father because he's oh, in that room. You think he might be like uh, some Justice League villain that. So I think so. I think he might have been one that was retired or some he lost shit. Lost his and, wife and, yeah. and just lost his shit. Because what's the odds? Like I do the right thing. I stop being a villain. I get married. I have kids take care of my family and then my wife dies of course the first selfish thing you think is the justice league did it yes exactly. my wife saved everybody but my it's, wife right like why did you do that why did you oh do that, that would to, be awesome why did you do that to me and you saw the son was like well why is dad in the in that room and and he won't come out and stuff and the daughter's trying to be the, the you know garage, trying to right? take over his mother yeah in the garage first i'm thinking his dad didn't he going fucking crazy, yeah. building some crazy thing, trying to destroy Justice League. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm glad you liked too. it. Uh, it kind of won you over a little bit. Well, one one thing that if noticed in Rebirth, like everybody's 
bases of operations are just getting destroyed all the time. <laughs> all, all the time. time. I mean, Bat- Batman's moon base. Done. You now have the Watchtower. Right. You have you know the Batcave a couple times. Yeah. Only thing is, only it's good. Nightwing don't have no place to stay. Yeah, he just goes from place to place. So like he's he's good and that's and Batgirl like that. Those two are just drifters. They just drifters. They just go from place to place. Yeah, but everybody else, you got a headquarters. Mm-mm. You, you don't anymore. Yep. <laughs> well, speaking of destroyed headquarters, that leads us into Superman because that kind of is one of the mm. the things that Damien points out a couple <laughs> times. Damien, yeah. I, I oh. just love I love Damien. Yeah, you know. He's like, you bring the cold breath and I bring the blood. You know, it's just like... <laughs> and David is like, I can't be... Damien just can't be regular. He just got to be extra <laughs> all the fucking time. You know people like that. You just can't be at level five at all. You yeah. gotta always fucking be at level 12. <laughs> and that is him all the time. And even the daughter, now the daughter, the girl he's hanging out with. Nobody. It's nobody's daughter. And people probably, a lot of people probably wouldn't even know who that is. Because it was uh, Robin, son of Batman. That's where they really focused on that relationship. Right. The, there was a, one of the people that Bruce Wayne trained from when he was growing up before he became Batman, there was a, a guy called the Nobody. He was a, like an assassin. And he trained, and he got, she trained from him. This guy came back and figured out he was, you know, he was Batman, and he came back to, to kind of. Didn't he come back to kill him or? Met, yeah, to, yeah, he, he tried did. to. He tried to kill uh, Damien too, didn't he? Right. Well, yeah. So Damien, in response, he's like, "Well, you trying to kill my father? I'll just kill you." So <laughs> he did a move. There's this move that's a death move. Once you do it, you you kill a person. You you totally kill. And he did it, and he almost died doing it. Um, even though Batman told him don't do it. So uh, the daughter came back to get revenge on on Damien, and they kind of struck up a you know they worked something out. The, and they the, struck up a friendship. The friendship kind of was built in the the son of. You know, it was totally built there. Yeah, it was totally built there. And that, there, even the relationship with her and Goliath was right. built in there too, because right. she's, Goliath went with her mm-hmm. originally when they separated. Mm-hmm. So she's there, like helping this dick out. And just Damien, boy, he just kidnaps him and, and take. It's it's funny well, it's, because it's cool the, because his like when it happens at the school, like mm-hmm. she's undercover at the school. She sent mm-hmm. Damien sends her undercover, right? And he's like finds her like beautiful. He like looks into his her eyes and he's kind of memorized. You know what's messed up is that that's kind of the neighbor who he's friends with. This is at this this whole science thing. It's funny that this science project has been going on for the last what five issues now yeah and they've maintained that the whole thing with the science thing the the girl that's the neighbor she's kind of his lana lang like she's really in you know like they're they're really having a bond of being close friends growing up but she likes him though you can tell she likes him because when she when he looks at the the new girl oh she pouts when he looks at the oh she looks at him like oh it's like that (laughs) who this bitch john who this um, and you remember the fat kid, the, the mean little bully fat kid that was yelling, is that your girlfriend? Yeah. And John's like, we just friends. Yeah, like, he's, oh, he's, so, he's, so, he's the one that says, shouldn't the DT janitor pick up all this shit? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> 
you know I killed that little boy. <laughs> but I like that how they had the reference to DT again. Yeah, yeah but I killed. Yeah, that boy. was pretty cool. You know, the DT. He says, "Don't pick up that trash. Leave it to the DT I janitor." That's what he totally gets paid. took him out. Totally took him out. <laughs> <laughs> I only I only clean the garbage of justice. I don't just fucking <laughs> the garbage of justice. I don't fucking clean just anything. <laughs> But you wait till my miniseries comes out. Fuck that kid up. But anyway, uh, I one thing the the one page um, mm. that really got me in this. I mean, I, I was enjoying the issue, but after you know Damien had Jonathan and he's right. got him plugged into all the machines, uh-huh. and and Batman shows up. Like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, he's like, no, 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 <laughs> unhook him, unhook him now. You know, before it's too late. And as he's saying that, yeah. Superman like comes blasting through. Well, it and, remind me of John Wick. If anybody's seen that movie, remember? Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, what you got over? You who? Who you? D- yeah. You know who's, what? Fuck you. Card you steal? You're done. <laughs> yeah. You're done. You just start smacking him. Like you, how dare you do that? You bring this shit to my house. And he yeah. and he's like, he actually panicked. Batman was like, he panicked for good reason, because here comes yeah. Batman. I mean, Superman flying through the wall, red eyes and all. He looked fucking scary too. Yeah. That that is so much like that John Wick. It's like, what did you yeah. do? What did you? <laughs> you what did you do? <laughs> He's like this fucking kid again. This fucking kid. He knows he can't control his own son. He can't control his motherfucker. And, and, <laughs> and he's like, to your mom. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, all the shit I didn't gave Superman like a little while ago about his kid being out of control. You fucking do this shit. Now I gotta hear this from him. Like I had the moral high ground, and now you didn't fuck up my whole thing. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the little panel in the background where Goliath is even kind of hiding behind like a yeah. pillar. Goliath's <laughs> like, like, I just held him. I didn't got nothing to do with that. I, yeah. you know, I just brought him here. Like, don't don't put it on me. And the girl is like, I kind of like John. Yeah, like she got that look. Like I kind of like him. Like, so they might strike up a little, you know, a little, little romance. I think. Yeah. His first well, crush. I mean- you know, Jonathan and Damien have their series coming next year, so. Yeah, so I could see that. I could see Damien hating. Yeah. I could see Damien be a hater on the side. Mm-hmm. While they, yeah. while they, you know, they strike <laughs> like, up let's, their little. Let's take your animals out to the farms. They can stress. He's like, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stupid idea is that? <laughs> but I'm going to tell you one thing. You don't talk about a man mama. That's all I'm saying. I don't care who you are. You don't talk about a man mama like that. <laughs> you don't do that. That ain't cool. <laughs> That ain't cool. So when he punched him in his fucking stomach, he was like, say it, again. <laughs> yes. say it one more time. Say my mama one more, one more time. time. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you say something about my mom again. That was a good belt. <laughs> that was a straight. He put it all in that punch, too. Like, I dare you to say something about her again. It's my favorite cover, too. Yeah, that's a good cover. Uh, cover A. With them looking at each other? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. just love that cover. I can't stop looking at it. Because you know Batman, like, flinched at him, you know, like, trying to get him to, <laughs> to move. Like, you know, he did a quick, like, and Superman, like, come on, son, why are we fighting? <laughs> yeah. Why are we fighting? You know, I, I listen, my wife ain't going to let me fight you like that. We, she she wants us to be getting along. I can't be going home and talking about I had a fight with you. And I got to deal with that. Lois ain't like that. No. John is like, yo, we could be friends. Well, even he's got the smirk on his face because he's like a little bit bigger than Damien. Yeah, and he's and like, he's no, like oh, I got superpowers. 
He's like, yeah, yeah I, I'd rather be friends, but you talk about my mother again, I'm going to punch you in your face next. Like, you, you, you do what you want to do. Yeah, man. He's so much like his father, though. He's like, you yes. killed that cat. You you, you don't cat. have control over your powers. Yeah. I need to put you down. <laughs> He's like, you going to make your mama cry? Yeah. You going to make your mama cry? He's so much as just Such his son, kid. though. Such He's like... Kid. Finding all the weaknesses of the Titans, totally. so he can. Totally. It, it's like thing. exactly what Batman did. You know, That's it's that thing. Hallmark great story. And then, and then turn around and be like, "Can we be friends now? Like you didn't catch, you drugged me, you 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 bound me up, you tell me I'm fucking weak and can't fight. Then I get out, and then you be like, you want to hang? Like what kind of shit is that? That's some crazy shit." <laughs> Batman is crazy like that too. He'd be like that too. He'll, he'll break you down, and be like, "Nah, you weak. You can't control your child." Blah blah blah, you know. But I let you be on the team with me though. And it's like, <laughs> fuck you. After you did all that shit, I don't want to talk to you no more. <laughs> Lucky my wife is cool with you because I fuck you up. <laughs> I see you outside. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to Rebirthically to see how you edit this. Oh yeah, I forgot. Because I, 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 on our our feed, it's not being edited at all. Yeah, we just curse. <laughs> but I, I just want to see how much work you put. Into it. <laughs> oh my god, I was cursing all honest. up the store. I I stopped taking notes on where we should possibly bleep stuff out. <laughs> you know, Paul. I, don't I like got curse. about about thirty five forty minutes in. I was like, I'm not going to do all this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Paul don't like cursing on his network. You can't. You can't have that. Paul, don't listen. Oh yeah, that's right. He don't listen. <laughs> he, don't he don't listen, listen. to his own podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like if it's Valiant Central without him, he won't listen to it. Nah, he don't listen. He don't listen. That's his fantasy football. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But I I like when uh, Damien and Jonathan are fighting, mm-hmm. and you got the cat jumps on Jonathan. And you got yes. Titus. But Titus is biting him, and Damien <laughs> him in the head. Yeah. And there's you know the bat cow is just sitting there eating his hay. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not dead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not a burger. That's but all. The, it's like there's so many little things mm-hmm. in this issue, and I I love the the kryptonite batarangs. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then again, they're fighting, and it's mm-hmm. the same thing when you know Damien has the batarang and he's going to Jonathan, and then the other batarang knocks it out of his hand. And the next page has Batman and Superman <laughs> coming in, looking all pissed like Superman did before. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I and no one will know this but us because we're friends with him. The, the way they write Superman, he reminds me of Campbell so much because Cam, I never see Campbell mad, except like the kids will do something to make him mad for us. He's mad for like one second, <laughs> and then he is squirrel. Like he's mad for that one second that they did something bad, and then he's on to he's the back next. Back to normal, smiling. Yeah. Like it, and Superman's the same way in this book. Like he's mad at him, and then he's like, "Okay." I can it's see that. Good. I can see that in his kids, though, too. Yeah. Like they they get a lot of his personality. Different yeah. as it's weird because they all have distinctively different personalities. Totally. But, but you add them all up together, and it comes it's, it's to a camel. It's totally camel. It's totally. <laughs> It's, I love watching kids sometimes, and, it, and I'm like, and just see that, and just see that, and I start laughing. He's like, "What?" He's like, "What?" And I'm like, oh, "I can't even explain it." It's just, it's just somebody has to know you to see that and and catch that, but it's just funny. 
Yeah, just, this this book punch. is amazing. Yeah, because Campbell's another one. You talk about his mommy punching his stomach too. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But other than that, it's he's not. Fine. It's not like Daryl. Daryl's able to take it because we all know what Keith said about your mama. Yeah, I want. I I can I can stand it. Cause <laughs> Keith I, said your mama was a whore. Call my mama. <laughs> call my mama whore and watchman. Yeah, I can't right. believe that. How does your mama have all those men over? Like, what the hell's that? <laughs> I was like, what? How did you tell your friend about that? I was like, I was like what? Did you call my mama a whore? Call my mother what? He said, and then he tries to fix it. He's like, well, did they teach you anything? All those men, did they teach you? Did they help I'm you like, learn? What men? What, what men are you talking are you about? about? <laughs> God damn it, were you there? <laughs> and there's little Daryl in the corner eating his can of beans like Rorschach. My can of beans. My <laughs> 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 then you were too drunk to record. But that was a... That's my favorite episode of all time. I don't think I've ever and just just to see Robert Atkins, oh. just to, just like his response. Did you call my mama a whore? I got, <laughs> got all quiet. Yeah. Oh my god. Got so quiet. <sighs> Old in time. The only one we have left then is Green Lanterns. Yeah. And this book is like it's like flipped for me. Like it. It went from a ho hum yeah. story that I thought was average to to something that that like matters. This guy is dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, it got dark. It's Sam Humphreys and Eduardo uh, Panzica. This guy lit a house on fire with kids just and to a attract mother attention. just to attract attention. So they can get the Green Lanterns over there. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Yes. Totally did. Totally did. He lost every redeeming quality. <laughs> oh, they're done. They're I mean, done. they've they've kind of showed a lot in the first and last issue, but this this was like, oh, he'll kill kids just to get a ring. You know, yeah. he he doesn't care. Yeah, and he'll and he'll say it's not my fault. You made me have to do it. Like mm-hmm. he'll. He'll totally tell you that. Like it's not. It's not because I. You know, I'm not a bad person. It's just that you made me have to do that in order to to get what I'm supposed to have. It's mine. This, this guy could potentially be a collector's item if he turns out to be like a Sinestro type villain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it could. He could be. It Very could well be like could. a collector's item just because this is. A new guy with this phantom ring, or it could be something big, or it could be something like they just dissipate, you know, kill him right away, and then the ring right. goes to somebody else. Right. Mm. We'll see. I mean, because they went, it's it's it. I hope not, because you went through a whole issue of of kind of fleshing them out, which is crazy that you could in one issue you could flesh out a bad guy. Yeah. But you took so long to flesh out. Took nine issues to get through. And they still still didn't do, like, the Red Lanterns justice. Like The the Red Lanterns are way better in their own book. Yeah. Even as a villain, they didn't write them, like, Mm -mm. as threatening as they really are, you know? But this new guy, it was like this this new guy. You need to write all of them like that, meaning that flesh them out. Yeah. Like you need to really do that. You know so. you know what I was I loved about this is me, you and Campbell, we've talked about how 
a lot of Batman stories, like even uh, We Are Robin and stuff, they have the classical Batman origin with different characters. Yep. You know, like over and over again. And mm-hmm. what I like about this character is he's so much like Guy. Like the ring chose him for a second and went away. Yeah. With Guy Gardner, it was like I'm going to Guy, but I'm 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 closer to Hal. Right. So like Guy is the guy that's supposed to get the ring, and this goes back to the Silver Age. Guy mm-hmm. was supposed to get the ring, but it went to Hal. Yeah. And, and I love that idea that this one went to this guy and, and then said, left nope, him and then mind. left him it got on his finger and he was powered up <laughs> and it just mind. said oh recalculating recalculating <laughs> yeah. this you is wrong I you ain't good enough we, you we, ain't good enough Oops. you ain't good enough and then we got go. simon yeah we got simon i really need to i you know what like i think it's enough with the jessica can't do construct thing well, in this one, at least she said she can do them, but he does them faster. It takes it long. It takes longer, but I mean, it's just so much with the maybe I shouldn't be a green like. It's the same stuff over and over and over. Yeah, it's like I already we get it already. It's like you don't need to constantly have her doing this every issue because it gets to the point now where it's like you know what, just fucking take the ring from her then. Like if it's gonna be this thing every time, and this is issue what issue ten. Uh, 10, you know what? Take it. This is almost a year worth of stories for this book. Like, if you can't get her to a point where she's a little bit more confident in herself that to not have to... We get it that you that she doubts herself. We get it. You do not have to have that dialogue in another book mm-hmm. for another couple of issues. <laughs> we already get that. We don't need to see it anymore. Stop regurgitating the same dialogue for her. Because it makes it to the point where I don't even want to. I'm not rooting for her anymore. Well, these I just don't l- want her there. You know what's interesting is the the last two issues are the best issues so far. Wouldn't you agree? And, they and, are the and, best. And, and they have they feature Simon and Jessica the least. Yes. Yep. It, it, it's fascinating to me. Yes. Yep. It's, it, that, that is the and that is the thing. That is the problem. Like, why am I more interested in the book when the two leads are not? Why am I more interested okay. in the bad guy? Yeah, than the two good guys. And I like Jessica before this. Like you, you, you brought her down. Like she, she, you didn't level her up. Like John's got her to a good place before you got to her. And now it's like you, it just stuck with making sure she stays into a certain point and she doesn't level up at all. So I, it's time. It's it's ten, it's issue ten. I, from this on point on, I don't want to hear anymore about she doubts herself. All right. With the construct, show her. You know what? If anything, show her using a construct and struggling. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Yeah, yep. that tells me right there that she's not as good as at, at that as uh, as the other uh, Green Lanterns out there. That's it. Let the art. T- Sometimes you just let the art tell the story. You don't need to to do the the dialogue so many times. The bad the bad thing is though that most people already jumped off this title before it even got this good. Which I said it was going to happen anyway, because, right. you know, with, with the storytelling choices uh, early in the book, I knew this was going to be the case. Well, just knowing from a lot of friends I have, they'll give some of them will give an issue a try mm-hmm. and then they're gone. Others will give it like three issues or an arc, you know, or an arc. Yeah. And, then, and, and, and be then, a little more patient. And then they're gone. All right. And then. So, so it could have lost a, and it, I think it is like one of the lower sellers. Like, 
in the, the so. sales charts. And I blame it all on pacing and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and regurg- totally regurgitating the same thing over and over totally again. Yeah, totally yeah. I mean, because was... there there are aspects to the stories, even in mm-hmm. the initial arc, that were were pretty groundbreaking. You know, to the to the story. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're so caught up in this saying the same thing. I am this, and I am that. <laughs> and I have fear of this, and my si- I got to protect my sister, but I'm right. scared of everything. Yeah, Even in this it. one, I, I, I understand why you're hiding in a closet. I want to hide in a closet too. You know, it's like like you don't need that. Just, just <laughs> yeah. you know, just See, get I it didn't to think the point. It, where, that, that that closet part I didn't think was as bad as her saying it over and over, like. To me, that was like, if they start doing that type of stuff, then I'm I'm good with it. But well, I don't need her to tell me in narration. If you pull the narration out of her saying the same thing and just have it that she mentions it when they're in the closet, right? Perfect. Right. Did that tells us that? It was that. a little okay to tell a child to, you know, I right. have fear. Right. You know, you you have fear. You were scared. Well, I'm scared too. Right. You know, I understand. I understand that. Um, but. I don't know. I, I I think it's improved a lot. In the pacing, it has improved a lot. Like yeah, I, yeah. I feel, I feel like I get a story now in yeah. each issue. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, what what took you know like eight issues that it felt like they could have done in, in two or three, and yeah. and the last two, like you said, it's you know the last issue are just focused on him, mm. and you got I mean his full story done you know and it was fantastic and you're like wait a minute this is a guy i have no idea who this guy is and i know more about him than i do about the main characters of this book and i've read other stories with them yeah you know in this issue i mean i i'm i really want to see you know now that he has the phantom ring i i want to see what volthum's plans with him are right because you but, know at some point he's going to try and do something to double cross him. Well, it feels like he's just well right now it feels like he just wants he's just a hater cuz that you know his whole thing of he was the first green lantern and then I had totally forgot about him until they till he came out of nowhere again. But to have that and then like he's been hating for for a long time of yeah. all these lanterns. Well, we 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 know that the ring that was went on his finger went to Simon. Does mm-hmm. he know that? I don't Does he think know he, where it ended so. up? Okay, so I don't he doesn't think he know knows that yet. But I'm pretty sure it'll come up, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of like this ring has the ability that Kyle Rayner had when he was like the Ion. When he mm-hmm. could, remember he remember he possessed every single ring. He was the only Lantern that could ever do it. Because he was yeah. able to channel. That made him different. Like he was yeah, that made, he was the only one. All, yeah. the, all the spectrums. So. Well, but in the uh, the Future's End, Red Lantern's Future's End story, Guy has all the rings too. So yeah, but I mean, I I don't think that's happening anymore. But no, if, if you look at like duration, like Kyle has had more power than any of the lanterns yeah. at any time. Right. He, yeah, he had Ion. He was Ion. I mean, he he was worthy of stuff that mm-hmm. they. That was when they really put Hal in the corner and said, "You really yeah. don't know shit about what you're doing." And now, now Hal is, is badass. Like he, he's yeah. back. He's yeah. back to where he. Well, Kyle, was. I have read 
all his like I read his entire run of I have to Lantern books. So it's like it's funny because you with how you'd have to you, I've read a lot, but it's still a whole lot I haven't read where it, you know a lot of the early early Golden Age stuff. Well, I've but, read I've read all of Kyle, John Stewart, and Guy. All right. So. So it's like it's it's you got to see his whole journey to be Ion. Like he, it kind of made sense with everything he's gone through to to be able to channel all those emotions because he's kind of he's kind of went through the gambit. I mean, having the the, the you know his girlfriend murdered so early on, and then like every emotion he's kind of went through it. So it kind of makes sense that he would be the one out of all of them to. Uh, to be able to deal with that, because Hal has not been good with dealing with tragedy. I've always liked Kyle more. Where is he at now? Uh, Omega Man was the last time we saw him. Yeah, he's still agreeing. Yeah. He's still doing something. They just haven't used him yet. He's out there. He's still alive. He's on the table, but I don't know what book he's gonna gonna be in. Maybe, maybe, and hopefully, he'll be in the Green Lantern book eventually when they kind of. Maybe he'll show up in Batman because uh, Tom wrote him. So yeah, that's uh, some. I keep tweeting that at Tom. I'm waiting for the Omega Men to show up in there. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know about that. I don't even care. <laughs> you can tell him. I don't care what he thinks. He's going to put them in there. <laughs> He's going to put them in there. I'll t- all right, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. See, see what happens after that DT uh, miniseries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Vision can show up too. The uh, retcon of Dick Tracy. <laughs> I can't believe it. I got him out. Uh, yeah, I just want to. I just want to know how DT the janitor survived the the terrorist attack. And oh man, it's a good story. <laughs> did, he survive, did he survive it? I thought he was dead. Well, that's what Selena. Oh, thinks. he's gonna bring me back. I already told him he's going to bring me back. <laughs> you, just, you just, we don't know yet how I'm brought back, but I will be brought back. I will. Did you have know that me. night Nighthawk from the Defenders killed his fiance drunk driving. Kyle Richmond. I forgot about. I know. I remember he had a really terrible tragedy. He killed Mindy, and then she came back to life because he thought she was dead. But his father, because he's so rich, did the "I'll give you, I'll write you a check for this amount if you just leave." Mm -hmm. Oh God! I just I don't know why that came up, but I just amazed. Another one. That's a tragedy. He's a fuck up, though. Oh, he's a huge. He's fuck a up. major fuck up. He's always been. He's, he's a, interesting to read. He's though. the he's the Bruce Wayne counterpart. I mean, just to bring the the DC into it, Kyle Richman is kind of like Bruce Rain, Wayne. He's real rich. His suit is built, technology and stuff like that. Without but no, will. he he is nowhere near smart enough, or no. he he fucks stuff up like big time. He's not even an he's okay like spo- He's like the spoiled kid yeah. that inherited a business that was, you know, he was kind of a jerk about it. I I saw him. He was pissed off because he, the defenders have all these powers and he doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. So he basically starts shooting at an abandoned building. <laughs> and there's a crippled girl like that that has like those little walking arm in you know, the arm sticks. And drops a wall on top of her and then has to hold the wall up so she could get out and she can't walk. And he's like yelling at her, get out, you need to crawl. 
And then the son comes up and he loses his, you know, powers. Right, because he only had it. Well, he, he, he's bitching and complaining because at night he's like, well, I only gained my powers double. So, like, if I could lift 100 pounds, I can only lift 200 pounds now. <laughs> So he barely has enough power to hold the wall up to get her out Same. that he, he originally dropped on her to begin with. Yeah, he's such a dick. Oh, my God. He's such a fuck up. Uh, I forgot all about that, and I read all the Defenders. I Did you read the uh, Did you read uh, Grayson and the uh, the Fables? I read Grayson. Yeah, Ever After. I read, read Ever After. That was fast. Yeah, on the cover is Grayson. What? Don't see the look at the cover. It's Grayson. You on Ever. In? On Ever After, issue three. Grayson. Yeah. Isn't that Grayson? Dick Grayson. Yeah, isn't that him in the Grayson suit. I didn't pay attention to the cover. Oh, it does look like him, but it's really the sun. <laughs> I messaged Tom. I said, "Why is Grayson in Ever Ever After?" But thought he had the suit on again. That book is interesting because I haven't done fables in a long time, and I, I am very interested in it. Who was the girl with the pink hair that killed that guy at the tattoo shop? She's the daughter name? of the the original agent that got that died. Remember, he said he had a wish. Oh yeah. His wish probably was it was to activate the daughter. So now she's gonna go out and kill magic users. This is all about anti magic users. Like they don't feel magic should be in the mundane world. You know what I loved most about this issue was the the main agent, right? The guy who owns the the agent and his yeah, discussion the, with Hansel. And Hansel's right. like, Fuck you, man. I know what my contract says. Yeah, I just loved it. I just loved it. He, and then that guy goes back and reads the contract, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh shit, he's right." Because when you deal with the, like I, the thing with fables and all that is every <laughs> deals you have to look at the deals you make, like the wording of the deals and everything is. When it comes to magic, it only works the it the rules. You have to follow the rules. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't stick and follow to the rules, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get beat. That is exactly how you lose. And the other book that I, I really enjoyed, it's my favorite young animals, The Shade, The Changeling Girl. I love that book. I didn't finish that one. I have to finish that one. That's it, not it, one it, I could it read. Really, it really helped that I read the Steve Ditko version because, man, yeah. did it. Like, I know who all these characters are. I know more about the M-Vest. So, it, man, I just dig this book. And I like her backstory. You read the first one, right? Yeah. It's it's pretty weird how those she go she um she was murdered or, mm-hmm. or put into the coma by her you know the people she used to hang out with at the beach. That's yeah, pretty messed up. up, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. Totally yeah. fucked up. <laughs> I right, that so. that is my favorite. But is there anything else that we didn't cover? I don't uh, Harley Quinn. You didn't cover Harley Quinn. Oh, that. that was the that was the best issue of the series because it had Penguin and Penguin was so Penguin. Matter of fact, he did that that scene. You know, like Bruce did with Damien. He's like, remember I told you there's that superhero orgy club. 
Right. Well, the punk rockers take her to the superhero orgy club, and it uh, is just so bizarre. And they like want to have like a threesome with with Harlequin, but they don't know she's Harlequin. Oh. And it and, and Penguins owns that club, and he he recognizes her immediately, and he brings that punk rocker in here. He's like, "You dipshit! What did you do? <laughs> Not <laughs> did her. You realize Not who her. you brought in here? Oh my god." You're going to mess up everything. Yeah, but uh, it, it's the final arc, and those punk rockers are taken out pretty pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they would survive too much. Yeah, and it all started with uh, because they killed her postman, you know, her mailman. <laughs> Such a bizarre story. Yeah. I, I don't get how people read this book. Strategy <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't it? Yeah, it does not make sense to me. Is my favorite bat book of the week. Oh, you're just crazy. <laughs> yeah, my second bat favorite bat book was uh, Batman sixty six, meets Steed and Miss Pill. Now you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some my more bat books. My third one was and my fourth one was Batman. All right, we got some new bat books on sale. They put some more digital up, so I can old ones. Yeah, real old ones. This was uh, Jose Garcia Lopez. Lopez. Oh, yeah, two seventy nice. two, two two sixty eight, two sixty nine, two seventy two. I hate when they skip shit like that. Yeah, I wish they would go in like sequential chunks. Just do the whole thing. Like, why the fuck do they do that? They only do that to drive me nuts. Anything else you guys want to plug or mention or? Uh. Go listen to Rebirthically. You yeah. Yes. You can get listen more to uh, the me show. and Ronnie Rebirthically. Uh, you could tweet the show directly at NL Rebirthically. You could tweet me at Aaron S. Bell. You could tweet Ronnie at Ronbar316. And you could email us at rebirthically at gmail.com. Yeah, me and Daryl both yeah. listen. We're both yeah. listeners to Rebirthically. And less tangents. Hmm? We put you to sleep. No, I, I actually oh. learn a lot because what you guys talk about, you see stuff that we don't see. All right. And I, I learn stuff like the booyah. I, I, don't <laughs> I didn't know about no booyah. I didn't either. I, didn't, I, totally I was didn't like, what, why are they going on booyah? What are they talking about? And I was stuck watching that with the kids at Campbell's house. Like, they wanted to watch it, and I had to watch it. But I didn't realize that they did the booyah thing. I totally just didn't. I, I have never seen it, so I didn't even know it existed. And there, I'm going to be honest with you. If if Young Justice and the uh, the Green Lantern cartoons weren't taken off the air and then basically replaced by Teen Titans Go, I don't think I would hate Teen Titans Go as much as I do. Yeah, I understand that. But, but, you're, but you're not the target you, audience for Teen Titans Go. Oh, I understand that. And my my kids are the target audience for Teen Titans Go. And they Go. love it, I bet. They, love I, it. They just... I, and just that's like why he has to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's why he's mad. You gotta watch it. And I mean, like, there are a couple episodes that have funny concepts. Like, there's one where they realize, like, there's a guy who tells them that they're in a TV show, and they're like, "Wait, how, what do you mean?" And they're like, "Well, you used to be a good TV show, and now you're this." And it shows clips of the old Teen Titans cartoon. I think I saw. And they're that like, one. "Hey, yeah. that's us." And they're like, "Yeah, but better." <laughs> Yeah. That was good. But besides that, I'm like, oh my goodness, if I have to see this anymore. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's always on TV. It's always on TV. 
I'm pretty sure it is. Glenn, I think you would love Rebirthically more than our show because we we tend to vector all over the place. It's all Mike's fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> but I've never had structure, and Daryl knows it. Yeah. So I just and I I can't deal it. with it. I mean, I, Gotham by Geeks is hard. I have to sit in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I go through to keep him acting right. Him and Campbell, boy, they do. <laughs> Let's go. About we'll start thumb. talking about refrigerators they that are carpeted. They talk about fucking thumbs for like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, we were taking pictures of our thumbs. Oh, That's my right. God. You, you don't know what I have to go through to keep oh. them in mind. That's it's what hard. I wanted to mention. At, um, there's this page at the end of Nightwing mm-hmm. where um, Bruce Wayne is up on this little platform thing. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he jumps off. See what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah. All right. All right. We did what? Three hours? Yeah, you can reach us at. Uh, where do they reach us at, Daryl? <laughs> at the voice uh, uh, one, two, three, or at yes. my friend's brunch. And I'll activate. I'll activate. I got to put that song back in. I got to do my own activate song. Well, you I don't want to do nothing. You you're so anti-editing. You don't want to do nothing. You yeah, just want to throw it out. I am so anti-editing. A matter of fact, I've been not even checking it now. I I, I look for the sound. It sounds good at the beginning, <laughs> and the end, and then I just throw FTP it up. it up and throw it up. Yeah, I think I'm going to put a song. I'm trying to figure out what song. Because I don't I don't know how like like I don't know how you edit, Aaron, but. If you have to listen to yourself twice, like from oh, beginning, yeah. and I hate that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I would even stop podcasting. Like, yeah. I'd rather just let it go. Like, I've lost listeners. I've had letters to me saying, "Well, you can't even keep focus." Like DC Noise, they hated us for a while, right, Daryl? Oh yeah. When we switched formats, we got oh, yeah. hate mail. Hate mail. <laughs> hate mail. Hate mail. Like but then we gained like a new crowd of listeners yeah. just like like nerdy legion has its own like followers mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the, the, like good friends circle of friends mm-hmm. we we've kind of developed that with dc noise over the years and they get all the in jokes but like a new listener would never get the in jokes oh no they would never know why why Mo- daryl's mom's a whore you know? <laughs> <laughs> would not understand it would not that. understand that yeah <laughs> All right, so it was a. She's not really a whore, people. It's just a joke. Yeah, it's just a it's joke. joke. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a kind of a letdown me. now. <laughs> you get you get. Uh, <laughs> so I apologize to all rebirthically listeners. They'll be back to their regular schedule. <laughs> <laughs> this craziness. Yeah, and they'll have less custody. Sometimes me and Daryl uh, get excited, and the F words come out uh, more for with me, like. I have such a hard time with Gotham by Geeks. Oh, I know. I, I, I always get the one F-bomb in because I That's just him. get excited. I had to do it just for him. Yeah. Just for him. So, yeah. A cleaner show, more family fun, check rebirthically. If you like the $6 million man, check out DC. Because <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> we didn't talk ourselves into it. It's coming. <laughs> All right, it's a pleasure, guys. Take care. Thanks, guys. Take it easy.